my name is Mick Dickinson, and I am your keeper. I'm Susan Dickinson, playing Molly. And guest starring... Michelle Johnson, playing Lilith Jones. It's been a couple days since our last adventure. Molly, you've gotten your I-9 in, your standard contract signed, you've proven you're an American citizen, you've been assigned a gun, as most American citizens are, and had a few things explained to you in a little bit more detail. So as you're setting, settling into the offices of the Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services, uh, you have been assigned a desk that you don't plan to spend much time at. There are only like two drawers on it, a lot of file... Uh, containers on the top of it, maybe a computer screen. Uh, your job is not the research. Your job is what's called public relations. You are relating to the public, making sure that the supernatural contains or is contained in Pinedale. Okay, so we've established that there are mummies. Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster are both yeah, and real. Frankenstein was a Frankenstein's monster, yes. And weird demon cats. That's well, it. Weird is general. That's it, right? Like all the rest of the stuff. Zombies, real, ghosts, real, go- real. Goblins? Uh they don't prefer to be called that, but yes, real. What about like succubi and incubi and uh, witches and wizards? Oh, witches, speaking of which, ha ha ha. Yeah, speaking of which, they're all real. But uh, speaking of which, I'm gonna I'm about to send you out on your own uh, case here today. Uh, it should be an easy one. You've got a nose for investigation. Uh, your journalism classes have taught you to ask the right questions, uh, taught you to blend in, get the info that you need to get. This should not be a punchy shooty kind of thing if you play your cards right. Uh, but we're we're getting you out there. Uh, so in order to get you out there. Uh, I want to make sure that you've got all your equipment just in case. Once again, you're a professional. It's almost like some sort of archetype you embody. Those brass knuckles that I gave you yesterday, or not yesterday, what am I saying? Several days ago. The time is a little weird. Okay, yes, I have them. I don't know that I feel super comfortable using them. (laughs) I mean, if you don't feel comfortable using them, it's better to have them and not need them. Uh, They're holy... So if you ever happen to run into one of those ghosts and or ghoulies, uh, they'll they'll do the job pretty handily on nearly any undead creature. They've been doused in holy water. I'm sure you felt a tingle when you put them on your fingers. I mean, I guess? They'll give you more crunch in your punch. Oh, God, I'm going to have to punch something, aren't I? More slam in your jam. Excuse You're me. You're sending I'm sorry, me out I'm sorry. here more on my... More jam in your slam. You're sending me Molly, out here more, on my own? More jam in your slam. I okay, yes, 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 Arthur, I get it. Okay. Slam in your jam. Great joke. Very funny. No, I messed up. It was a mistake. Jam in Sorry. your slam. Sorry. Terrible mistake, Wait, Arthur. which one was the right Not one? Not funny at all. Uh, okay. You fault his hands. Uh, your brass knuckles. 
keep them. They're a, if I had to describe them, they'd be some sort of holy hand uh, weapon. Also, I want you to take this, and he, uh, from some desk drawer, you don't even know which, it's like this heavy oaken desk, and you've noticed that none of the whirls, like, you know, whirls on a wooden desk, are never in the same place twice. Uh, it's just kind of odd. Uh, but he, out of some desk drawer, he seems to reach down far too far uh, for a normal, like, desk drawer. Uh, he pulls out what you see as just, like, a gun, because it is. Um, you don't, does Molly know? a whole lot about guns it's like a pistol she knows that much yep i know uh molly knows the basics i know the basics about guns remember i i shot skeet one time you don't cheat you don't cheat skeet with pistols i know but like i know the basics about how so it's to operate a real them. point and click kind of operation yeah okay so I'm he ready pulls, for it he pulls out a pistol uh a non-revolver an automatic or a semi-automatic pistol uh and he says now Listen, we're not exactly a legal organization, uh, but owning a gun is technically legal. So here is your gun uh, that you'll be using. This is no laughing matter. It kills good people, too. So I want you to be... Molly, look me in the, Molly, look me in Arthur, the eyes. Arthur, I'm not an idiot. I know that guns can kill people. Don't shoot anybody you don't need to shoot. That being said... Okay. Shoot people you do need to shoot. Uh, I don't know about this that. This comes with three magazines, and he takes out magazines. You know what a magazine is? I, I do. He takes out three magazines, and he holds them between his fingers. Now, you'll see this one. Normal, everyday, bullet. Lead. That's for, like, cultists and stuff, I guess. Let's hope you don't have to use it. I've only had to shoot several people. And then he points at the middle one, which is a much brighter uh, color. He goes, now this one's silver. That's just on about any sort of monster your werewolves. I mean, I know many fine werewolves, but I've seen them get drunk and I've seen them turn and they're both pretty bad, he says. This final one, it may look like a regular bullet, but you see the tiny little cross at the head of it? Those are holy water bullets. Holy water bullets? Holy water bullets. So I'm basically turning this thing into a giant water gun. No, no, no. There's water in the bullets, he says. Well, then how does the water get out of the bullet? You shoot somebody with it. It's blessed. It doesn't have to, like, they don't have to drink it, Molly. Okay, okay. I thought we covered this in your orientation, he says. Okay, Did we you covered read the a pamphlets? lot of things in the pamphlet, Arthur. This is a lot for me to digest, and now you're telling me I might have to shoot something. Listen, I don't like yelling at you while I'm giving you a gun. That's not a good look for an administrator. Okay, fine, 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 fine. I have the gun, I have the three magazines, this one's holy water, this one's silver, this one's lead. Good, nice, and we can resupply you. Uh, when we need to. In fact, I'm not even going to keep track of how many times we resupply you. Uh, but what I was getting to, witches you asked about. Yes, they're real. And they're in Pinedale. Quite a few of them. There's a coven in Pinedale. And they're in a spot of trouble, Molly. Uh, I, I don't mean to tell you that a magical item shop in the old town uh, has been knocked over. It's been robbed. This doesn't happen a lot because not a lot of people know about these magical item shops. Uh, they're usually in curio shops that not even your grandma would want to go into, or out-of-season Halloween shops. So what kind of objects are we talking about here? What kind of things do they sell in oh, these shops? you know, minor forgotten saints shin bones, anti-saints toe bones, the usual silver and crosses, and... I mean, that kind of just sounds like the gift shop at the Vatican. Yeah, well, you sound like the gift shop at the Vatican. Arthur, your jokes are not very good today. I'm, 
I'm sorry, I'm tense because of this. Now, they also usually carry recipe ingredients for magical spells. That's what's been taken. Okay, like a cookbook? No, like, ugh, like Wolfsbane. This is oh, ingredients. ingredients. I thought you meant like the recipes. No. Okay, okay, okay. Ingredients. ingredients for a spell and such. So, who needs to do spells? Witches. Who needs ingredients to do those spells? Witches. I, I know some, I know very many good witches, but this, this is pointing to them. So I need you to head on down to that magic shop. Kind of, they can't call the police, right? Supernatural needs to say supernatural. So it kind of falls to us to make sure they're being, well, I don't want to say protected. That makes us sound like a racket. I need you to go down there. Ask, we're not a racket. I see your eyebrows, Molly. I need you to go down there. Ask a couple questions. Find out what's going down. Take a look around. Figure out why this got knocked over. This, This isn't Pinedale, he says. Okay, Arthur, I'll go check it out. Okay, so he dusts his hands, he leans back as you begin to leave his desk. The world's on his, or I believe to leave, begin to leave his room. The world's on his desk, once again, are a little bit different. Uh, on your way out, on this, like, padded carpet, you were here when you first signed up. Uh, you're walking out of one of the window to offices uh, that you first got interviewed in. Uh, across all the people doing their research on what you used to think were disreputable websites, but have since been taught... Uh, carry some of the, the best information there is to have. Uh, that's how uh, Pinedale Investigative gets a lot of its info, mm-hmm. uh, is through you know sites and seeings uh, all across the country. They've got a pretty dedicated cadre of uh, investigators that are semi-professional that do mm-hmm. their finding. And you're the professional that deals with the finding. So you see those people doing all their, their uh, basic sort of frontline stuff. As you're beginning to walk out, uh, feeling that weird sort of like back, small of your back holster where you're going to keep your uh, gun and the the pocket in your... What are you wearing, by the way, to a job like this now? Um, I have upgraded part of my wardrobe. So I sold some of my old reporter's clothes, my my blazers and my suits. Um, I'm now wearing like comfortable, easy to move in, like black denim pants and i'm wearing a real camille look huh yeah that's an inside joke not like super tight ones but like comfortable easy to move around in i've got um the running shoes that arthur makes everybody wear and just like a normal gray t-shirt with a dark gray leather jacket over it nice so a real real uh lady lady investigator kind of look exactly hair up in a ponytail i am ready for action got like a a bag slung over my back to keep my stuff in and then i've got the the holster with guns some weird stuff in my pocket nice so you got the brass knuckles in your bag and you got the gun in your holster and you got uh a small amount of like that that jacket is pretty leathery kind of motorcycle i would assume Mm -hmm. so that's what counts as to your extra armor right Um, so as you're leaving, uh, getting ready to go out on this mission, uh, kind of preparing for your first quasi solo mission, since you're going to be asking questions, you're pretty used to such a thing. Uh, a woman walking towards you with the highest cheekbones you have ever seen and one of the deepest cut dresses you've ever seen. Uh, but like sensible shoes. She's not trying to seduce anyone or anything like that. She's not a seductress. She's just extraordinarily like cut she's cut like glass in her mm. face is very angular uh she kind of grabs you by the arm on your way out and looks at you with purpose and she goes oh you're the new one 
she says, and in a pretty breathy voice. Um, y- yes, yes, hi, hi, my name's Molly. Uh, you're right, I'm new yes, here. Yes, Just, okay, what's, what's your name? My name is Elva Wellington. I'm the head of research at Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services. Elva, yes, Arthur's mentioned you. It's nice oh, to meet you. Good, she says. She does not seem happy at the mention of Arthur. So, um, I'm actually on my way out, Elva, but is there anything I can do for you so far? I want to... Let I want to remind you that you're in public really I'm in research. Now I came over here to talk to you specifically. Molly, was it? Y- yep, yes, yep, I Molly. Know. It was Molly. Uh came over here specifically from the research branch to tell you you're in public relations. And most of my research and my life relies on the supernatural staying hidden. We can't have it going everywhere. There'd be hell to pay. So when you get out there, it's your first mission, right? Uh, first solo one, yes. Yes, I know. Um, when you get out there, you need to make sure to keep the things that are under wraps under wraps, like a mummy. Um, yes, yes, ma'am. So, you're usually people in your position are brash and unexpectable. That's bad for research, but if it gets the job done, I can adapt. I've become good at it over the years, she says. I will certainly do my best, Elba. Great. And she walks away. And then she turns the corner. And as you uh, begin to walk after her to head out the door, you look down the corner and she's not there anymore. I keep walking out of the building out to my company car, muttering to myself and shaking my head. I'm sorry, down to the company car, muttering to myself and shaking my head that, man, I work with a bunch of crackpots. Who's this lady? She claims like she knows everything. Arthur is just being absolutely bizarre today. Everyone keeps really driving home the point that no one's supposed to know about the supernatural, which maybe you just shouldn't hire random people and tell them all about the supernatural before they accept the job. Listen, I'm not here to poke holes in your plot, okay? (laughs) So uh, you get to your company car. You've designed your own company car, I believe, right? So my car is not exactly great. It's about 16 or 17 years old. It, it's been cared for pretty well, but you can definitely tell some wear and tear. Um, it's it's equipped with all the things that I need. I have a medical kit and a tool kit in the trunk, so easy access to that when I need it. Um, but the car itself is a little bit temperamental. You have to, you know press down just the right amount on the brake in order to get it shifted into gear. Sometimes it has a hard time starting. The windshield wipers can be a little bit touch and go. Hmm. It sounds like a real trooper. It is. Uh, so you take this this Ford Taurus, any name for it? Uh, you leave the Pinell Investigative parking garage down the street. Uh, you're going to go across the Samson River, across Lincoln Island, uh, the bridge over Lincoln Island, uh, which houses a couple of the... Uh, Parking lots that lead into the courthouse, which is also on Lincoln Island. It's a small little sandbar that they've made look fancy by putting a bunch of marble uh, buildings on it. You don't know how they managed to swing that without dispersing the rest of the island. Uh, You head into the old town uh, of Pinedale, which you're not really sure how a town in Oregon could have an old town uh, with such windy, thin streets. But you park outside the old town and you head in. Uh, You have the address of the store on your phone. You've been to the old town as a private citizen, not for anything in particular. If you want some weird sort of groceries, 
or uh, to be yelled at by a woman in a babushka, uh, you know exactly where to find it in the old town. Uh, so through the wa- long, windy streets, you come across a Halloween store. Uh, it's currently, actually, it's pretty close to Halloween, so there's there's some traffic in it. Uh, it's it's pretty late October. There's there's mild amounts of traffic in it, uh, but the the costume selection is pretty terrible. Uh, so as you move back through the costume selection, you see cartoon witches, you know, skeleton outfits, mm-hmm. all sorts of different stuff on your way through. Uh, heading into the the back room where you can hear the most commotion, you find uh, a little bit more uh, dispersed merchandise. Things are a little bit more haphazard, cattywampus, uh, and somebody. Just a worker there stops and goes, Hi, uh, you, you can't be back here. Hi. I, 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 sh- um, I extend my hand very confidently. That I, sounded extraordinarily ex- confident. I know it really did. Um, I've decided that because I'm a little bit nervous and feel like I don't really know what I'm doing, I'm just going to be confident, going to be strong, going to pretend like I own the place. Walk in. Extend my hand. Hi, my name's Molly. I'm from Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services. I uh, hear you've been having Sounds some problems. like you're trying to manipulate someone. A little bit. So we're going to have you roll for that one. Okay. Once I find you 2d6. All right, so to manipulate someone, I roll plus charm. And I have a minus one for charm. Ooh. And you got a five total, so yep. you get a four, so that has a massive failure. What what happens on a, a failure for charm or manipulate a person? On a five, you fail, or a four, I'm sorry, minus one on charm. Mm-hmm. You fail to manipulate someone, the the, uh, the man with this, like the polo and the name tag that says Chet on it goes, Supernatural? No, what are you, like, I don't know you. You need to leave. This, we're, we, get out. It says, we're the police. Um, um, I, I'm sorry. I was playing a Halloween joke. Have a good afternoon. Bye. <laughs> um, I go back out into the store, decide to regroup a little bit, because obviously the most direct approach wasn't really working. Um, so I'm going to walk around the, the front part of the store a little bit, see if I can overhear any of the employees talking, get a little bit more information that way. I mean, you hear about people breaking into the store. Uh, you hear about how the windows were broken in. That is a very smash and grab kind of thing, very physical. Uh, but not, none of the costumes were stolen. None of the money was stolen. They're very weirded out. They think it's just somebody like threw a rock at the window. Uh, they realize that people were in there because like stuff is knocked over, but they yeah. can't find anything stolen. I go around to the back and try to find like the entrance to the back part of the store. Okay, as you're walking around the the store, you like on those cobblestone streets that mark the old town. Mm-hmm. These sorts of very Eastern European windy streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make it around back, and you see some more worried people out back. Uh, that don't have the same sort of like Kmart polos on that the Halloween people do. Uh, they're very looking very worried, and they're standing next to sort of like an iron door in the back of the the shop. Uh, but it has a a normal sort of just regular steel handle, no iron there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna like walk not slowly enough to attract suspicion but like not super quickly to see if i can overhear any of the conversation as i approach uh uh, as you start to walk forward you kind of hear uh 
talking about being robbed again, uh, took and you can't really make out the mm-hmm. names of the ingredients or anything, uh, but you can tell that they are uh, uh, sort of freaking out a little bit. Okay. Um, can I ask a question about uh, PIFS? Mm-hmm. How well known is Arthur or how well known so, is the company? In terms of the world. In the supernatural community. Yes. In, the, in terms of the world and soup community. Uh, it's sort of like a men in black situation. Okay. That uh, Pinedale Investigative is known to the supernatural community as okay. like the law enforcement. Okay, so it is known. Yes. Okay. Just not to chat out front. Okay. Um, so I am going to try to politely interrupt. Excuse me, ma'am. Howdy. Hi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I did that voice. I'm just really... I'm trying to act normal. It's okay. And it came out weird. It's been a very stressful time, I, I'm sure. Yeah, we you're we've been robbed. Uh, I, you're from Pinedale, right? I am. Okay, I am. Thank God. Oh, I'm sorry. We just we've been robbed, but it's so weird because we get along great with everyone, and it's the first time anything like this has happened. Yeah. It's just so. Ah. Oh, I'm so sorry. This sounds like such a horrible, stressful yeah. time. I grab her hand. I'm like. Patting her on yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, she kind of like puts a, a napkin. Being a or, listening uh, ear. Puts a Kleenex to her nose and uh, is working on it. And and uh, uh, another woman uh, comes out and she's like, she's she's had a bit of a day, um, but I would be happy to answer any questions that you have. And also I'm developing my voice as I talk. Okay. Um, my name is Molly. Great. Nice to meet you, Molly. My name is Sharon. Okay, Sharon. Um, can you, can we just start Let's back wrap. at the beginning? We came in this morning okay. to see the, the broken window and we figured it was a cash grab on the Halloween costume place. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 Halloween costumes were, were, you know, filched. Uh, they couldn't get through this back door for a lot of reasons, whoever it was. Uh, could not get through the magical barriers that we put here. Broke instead with physical means through the window. Uh, then they stole a whole lot of ingredients. But the weird thing is that none of these ingredients really go together. None of the ingredients they stole work. Hmm. Does it seem like the ingredients were stolen by someone who didn't quite know what they would do with them? Yeah, it's like if you went to a grocery store and bought, like, lamb and oranges and, like, mozzarella cheese. Like, the meal you make out of that's not going to be any good. Hmm. So, how many things were stolen, Sharon? Like, armfuls, I guess. We've just got, you know, Eastern European old-timey shop Mm -hmm. store sort of barrels of stuff. And this is the first time that anything strange like this has happened? Ah, it seemed like it. It seemed like it. And then the, the crying woman goes, I've been here for years and they've always treated us right. Why would they stop? Why would they stop? I turn back towards Sharon and, and I gesture to the crying woman and say, well, she says that you haven't had any problems with anyone else in the community. Is that true? Can you think of anyone who would want to steal from you or harm the store oh not no not that i could think of um our burglar alarm is still going off <laughs> man the dryer ruining the <laughs> fiction 
Uh, not that I can think of uh, that would want to hurt us. No, I, I, I mean, there's that witch's coven in town that could certainly use some of these ingredients, but they don't seem the type. They've been pretty loyal customers. They, uh, I, I, I don't think they'd have anything to do with it. Hmm. But they, they might know more about it. Okay. Okay. Can you tell me more about the witch's coven? Where are they located? Uh, actually, they they it's less of a coven and more like a support group. Uh, magic's not easy to to deal with. Of course, uh, as I'm not. sure you understand. Of Jesus. course, absolutely. So it's more of a support group, and actually, they're meeting this very night at the at their <laughs> headquarters here in the old town. Uh, just like a, a witch's anonymous type thing, but the Pinedale Coven. Uh, I, I think if you were to figure out who'd be doing this, if any of them were doing it, that's, that's who I'd ask first. Well, thank you, Sharon. I really appreciate that. I'll make that my next stop. So Molly, uh, as you leave the Halloween store with your brain full of new possible information, uh, the meeting for the witches coven or support group, you're not really quite sure yet, uh, which it is, uh, is not going to be for another couple hours. Uh, so you could head back to headquarters, you could kick around Pinedale for a little bit. What, what would you like to do? I'm going to head back to headquarters and see if there's any information that I can get from my coworkers or from my supervisor about the witches coven or just in general about witches. Okay. So you get back in your company car, that old Ford Taurus, of mm-hmm. a, uh, the old brute of a Ford Taurus, uh, head back across the Samson river, get back into the Pinedale investigative, uh, garage, pull in, park. Turn it up. The same thing. You go uh, up the elevator, hit the uh, main floor, and as soon as you step out of that elevator, uh, that high-cheeked woman, Elva, comes. She like she knew you were coming out of that elevator. Goes, hi, you're back. What'd you find out? Give me, give me some research. Um, I spoke to some of the women that own the shop, mm-hmm. and they're very shaken up. It's been a very I'm rough sure. day. Um, they. Let me know that it might be a good idea to attend the witches' meeting tonight. Hmm. They're they're probably the number one suspect right now. I mean, magical items stolen. Doesn't take a genius like me to figure out uh, what's going on. Uh, her tight, tight curls are bouncing as she like is is thinking from side to side, kind of like a puppy, but a way more beautiful puppy. Uh, I remember she's extraordinarily angular in mm-hmm. like a very nice way. Uh, and she's, you know, a witch's support group, that's really necessary. I've had s- some experience in the occult uh, before. I, I, I'm i sorry, I'd love to attend, but they'd, they'd sniff me out right away. You need to go in a little bit. If, I'm sorry, if I may give you some advice. Please, yes. Uh, I know it's your first mission. So, witches are dangerous. They have magical powers. You know magic exists. Y- yes, Alva, I've. Okay. I figured that part out. Good. Um, so you're going to have to kind of go in a little bit uh, incognito, you know, undercover. Uh, once again, it's Latin. Yeah, I understand what okay. undercover means. How do you suggest Good. I disguise myself? Well, this is a, a support group, so maybe you are experiencing some supernatural. I mean, draw on some personal motivation in which you are... Let's say recently experiencing the awareness that there is a supernatural element to the world. I mean, do you think you can have any sort of motivation like that? Yeah, I think I can 
kind of channel someone who has recently discovered that there's all sorts of things about the world that she didn't know up until this point. Okay, good. I think I've got that down. Great. Yeah, yes, um, thank you. When you go to talk to the witches, and once again, they're they're powerful. They're not all of them evil, but don't commit to anything. They they take promises very carefully and very seriously. They're a they're a studious group. Elva, do you have some sort of personal experience with witches? Yes, she does. Do you mind sharing just so I have a little bit more knowledge going in? Yes, she says and begins to walk away. I follow her. Uh, she goes, where are you going? I was I was just wondering if I could ask you a few more questions. No, she says. Okay, good, good talk. Thank she you. she keeps walking away on her on her wedge heels. She turns a corner, and if you're still uh, like on your way, I don't know if you're following her anymore or anything like that. But even if you glance over in the hallway, she's turned the corner, and she's not. You can't see her. Okay. She does that. Okay, I'm gonna go into the room where my desk is. I'm gonna see if I can find Arthur. Okay, he's not in the room where your desk is. I'm going to walk through the building and see if I can He's find He's in Arthur. his office. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you enter, you once again see that the whorls on the desks, or the desk is a lot different. In mm-hmm. fact, it's a, it's a little bit lighter of a color. And it goes, oh, uh, Molly, you're back. Uh, how did the investigation go? Did you catch him? Not yet, Arthur, but I feel like I have a great lead. Okay. And much like a baseball player, I hope you use this lead carefully. I am going to be attending tonight a meeting of a local witch's coven. You're a witch, he says. No. Arthur, I'm I'm investigating. The witches. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Magic items being stolen. Witches need magic items. They might steal them? Potentially, yeah. Great. Um, I was wondering, just because, you know, I'm pretty new to this whole magic thing, do you have any advice, anything that you could share with me about mm. witches? Any good information for me to know? Uh, witches uh, can't always control their magic very well. It's... It, a little bit off and on. Uh, I'd say for a person who's pretty new to this sort of thing, uh, don't try to impress them in a lot of ways. They have much more experience than you. I mean, more than me, even. I mean, I have no magical powers, and you don't either. What's what's the, the plan, if I may ask? Well, I uh, I ran into Elva outside, oh, and kind of she mentioned that... It might be a good idea to approach the meeting and just explain that, you know, I recently have discovered magical activity in no, Pinedale. Hold, hold on a second. You've recently discovered magic in yourself? No, 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 no. I've recently discovered that magic exists and that the supernatural exists. Oh. And to tell the witches that I'm I'm just looking for support as I process this I and see, looking yes. to learn more uh, the coven- about the supernatural community. Yes. The the coven in, in Pinedale, uh we're all right together, I believe is the uh the name of the support group. Uh so if you could find them, I think they're they're in the old town. When okay. do they meet? Um, I believe it's tonight at 6 p.m. Oh, wow. How fortuitous, he says. Um, it's getting pretty close. I should head that way. Okay. If you need anything, good luck, he says. Thanks, Arthur. Reassuring uh, as always. No, no. I'm just joshing. Uh, if you do need any extra backup, Roman's a little busy. But if you if you call me, you have my number on your cell phone. There's no flare gun opportunity or 
you know, break this thing and it alerts me. Just call me. Okay. Thanks, Arthur. I'll try to come. I head down to the witch's coven. I head down to the meeting. So you are headed to the old town. What I want you to, to understand is that you are headed into a group that knows each other and does not know you. How do you how do you enter yourself into a, a group of people that know each other? Extremely anxiously. <laughs> really? How do you make friends as an adult? Great question. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh so as you are driving into the old town, kind of just like back, pretty much where you came from, it's a couple blocks up. You might park outside of a coffee shop or a restaurant. Uh, so you park there, uh, headed across the street. You begin to see this just drop-dead gorgeous woman ahead of you, uh, clicking and clacking her way down the, the, the brick, you know, streets. Uh, she is rocking it. Uh, and you see every so often just a halt and a phone up in the air and a snap. And she begins walking again while she's looking at it. Uh, and then a little, a couple steps later, a halt, a, a snap, and she looks at it again. Uh, but you notice that as she's walking, you, she takes a left, and you're not following her or anything, but you also take a left. She takes a right down the windy thing, you take a right, and as you're beginning to get to your destination, uh, she, you see that she heads right in the door, uh, mm-hmm. right before you. Okay. Uh, so you head up the, head, head through the door. Uh, obviously with the supernatural being a sort of underground element, there's no big placard. Yeah. It's like, we just support meeting. Uh, <laughs> but you see a small little, very tiny little, uh, thing, mm-hmm. you know, support meeting seven or six thirty, uh, Wednesday nights, right? No room number or anything like that. Um, when I walk into the, so is that outside, like the, am I at the right room? Or no, is imagine it... that you walk in and there's like a bulletin board. Like this is a building that houses, you know, like classroom sized rooms mm-hmm. for this sort of thing, a sort of community center okay. of the old town. And is there any sort of indication as to which specific room I need to go to? Nope. Okay. Um, I look around to see if I can see or hear the woman that I had had followed. Sounds to me like you are trying to investigate a mystery. Indeed I am. Not great. So even with a plus sharp, I rolled a five. Okay, that is a uh-huh. failure. Yep. Okay, so you hear clickety clacks of shoes, but it sounds like it's it's all around you. So you might just have to start ducking your head into rooms. Okay. Um I yeah, I do that. Okay. I walk through I have a number in mind, and roll 1d6. Five. Okay, you open up the door, and there's literally nothing in the room. Okay, so I'm going to keep going to the next one. Okay. Four. Okay, you open the door, and you see that beautiful woman that you saw in front or before, mm-hmm. and it is a room full of women, uh, dressed in all sorts of different outfits. You see the beautiful woman in a... a like a fashionable, up-to-date mm-hmm. sort of thing. You see another woman in some sort of, like... Uh, you know, khakis and a bit of a large earring headband situation, kind of a, a child of a, of a different era. Mm. Uh, you see some just like jeans and blouses. You see some yoga pants and mom sh- outfits. But it is all women, and they all look at you as you poke your head in. Um, they say, or the, the woman in kind of the, the old, old-timey, or not old-timey, but let's face it, like flower childy. Yeah. yeah, flower childy goes... Hi, are you here for support? Hi, I am. I know that it must be odd to to have new visitors, but um, my name is Molly, and 
and I'm, I'm here to attend the support group meeting. Oh, great, because we're... <clears throat> we're all... Right together. And you see the, the beautiful woman finish the sentence, and uh, everyone else kind of looks at her a little bit like, will you stop it? But then they realize, oh, the, you know, that's right. So she kind of looks at her and goes, no, 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 no. We're... Witches. Okay. <laughs> and she goes, so there's like a secret society thing we're trying to do. Come on in. Thanks. My social anxiety is intensifying because not only am I in a group of people that all know each other except for me, but now I have messed something up. So as you begin to sit down, she goes, we're... All right together. We're all right together. Perfect. So, uh, we've got two new faces here tonight. Uh, let's start with our first arrival. Uh, yeah, so my name is Lilith. Um, Lilith, I don't, great. I don't know if there's more that I'm supposed to say. Like... Like, I know what AA meetings go like, and I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> you see, you see, actually, like, two women in the mom outfits kind of, like, nodding. Like, I know, I also know what AA meetings look like. <laughs> and, like, yep. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> um, I do want to say, like, you know what this acronym is, right? Yeah. <sighs> It's just like, like, it's not great for PR. I'm just going to say, like, it's not great. It's like, it's a bad hashtag. We're not up on branding, I suppose. I don't even know how to use Facebook. Is that like a position I could run for? <laughs> our, well, right. We're trying to kind of, like I told our other friend, keep it under the radar. If you're here for support, we're here to support you and help the community in secret. I start to giggle a little bit silently to myself because until I heard Lilith say it, I did not realize what we're all right together spelled out. I think I'm going to like this woman. And so the the gray-haired woman in the liberal kind of hippie dressing uh, turns to you and she goes, okay, um, can we hear from you, please? Lilith has rolled her eyes enormously. <laughs> Great. My name is Molly. Um, nice. I'm excited to be here and, and to get to know you all. Fantastic. Well, we, we're only uh, waiting for one last person, but I'm sure uh, Carmela will be here very soon, she says. So we'll just kind of get started. And she grabs a, a clipboard and all the other women grab their clipboards. And she goes, um, oh, yeah, you don't have clipboards. Well, so, it gets, pointedly gets her smartphone out of her purse. Great. Uh, Molly takes out her uh, her field notebook oh, and a pencil. Great. Um, we'll get we'll get you some clipboards when it's time. No, uh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, before we get going, everybody, I just want to point out one last time for our old members who more established and our new members who are figuring some stuff out. Um. There's coffee over there, there's cookies, and we've got the cauldron here in the middle if we need it, okay? And you get through kind of like 
the business the business and it's and it's you know middle class moms and older women that don't have a lot else to do kind of raising should we take this to to committee and reporting other committee findings and it's like way too slow and you just want to kind of throttle everyone and be like do something stop (laughs) talking about doing something it's one of those kind of things she goes now We'd usually be getting to the point in the night where we discuss our successes and failures with our amazing powers and terrible powers. But I can't help but notice that Carmela is still not here. Has anybody seen Carmela Sweet? And everyone kind of looks at each other and they, they are, they're shaking their head. And she says, uh, she was set to give us her committee's report on the upcoming magic potion edibles bake sale uh that's how we are hoping to raise some money with the the supernatural community here uh to do our everything to afford the coffee and afford the rent i don't you were gonna sell magical baked items yeah to we... who to other super i'm sorry you're pretty new so i'll explain that there's sort of a undercurrent to society like a sewer system like a sewer system a wonderful functioning sewer system and Uh all of the supernatural like you and me and uh mally over there and uh we're all the wonderful sewage that uh gets along we understand each other even if you know the overton doesn't We'll support each other. We all kind of have some connections. I'm sure in time, in these sewer tunnels, so to speak. <laughs> that, and she just like, oh my God, lady, go. Yeah. That you'll get to know ins and outs and everyone and the places and the place nots that you can go to find some supernatural support. So... We're having a bake sale with them for magic potions of every kind. I wish Carmela was here. She'd love to tell you. I, uh, I'm, I'm rather new to this community. Yeah. And I just have a quick question for mm-hmm. you. You talk about these magic potions. Yeah. Where does one get ingredients for oh, magic potions? There's all sorts of places. You know, knick-knack shops that nobody goes to but still seem to stay in business. Uh, out-of-season holiday stores seem to be our usual fronts. I don't mean to make it sound like a mafia thing, but back-alley dealers. I'm sure these kinds of items are very expensive. Sometimes, you know, like Wolfsbane, tough to find. Lilacs, cilantro, all of them have some part in magic, and those are pretty easy. So for those more difficult ingredients Mm -hmm. what happens if there's a shortage or if you aren't able to get your hands on some well what happens when there's a shortage on oranges you don't make orange juice jesus we just don't get to make any we haven't had to worry about that pinedale's on the river and we have a pretty good magic community Mm, i see i see um so what are some of the things that you were thinking about making for this bake sale you know i really wish carmela was here to tell you about this i can't believe she's late we she takes her promises to be here very seriously excuse me i'm sorry but you seem to be very worried about carmela i am do you you think we should go go look look for her her? well 
That was very cute. You guys harmonized. Best <laughs> friends already. Um, once again, you're new here. Just hold on a second. And she uh, snaps a finger and nothing happens. And she goes, ladies, this happens. Let's remind ourselves. We're all, all right, right together. together. Okay. And she snaps her fingers another time and the fire underneath the cauldron pops into being. And the cauldron almost immediately, like weirdly, starts to bubble. You know, like, that's five gallons of water. That can't boil that fat. But it does. Magic. Uh, and she just grabs a sprig of something from behind her and then throws it in the pot and then goes to the coffee table and grabs another thing off and kind of like takes a small knife out of her pocket and shaves shavings off. Three shavings off into the pot. And she goes and rubs her hands together and then kind of like as if she were smoothing a piece of paper, uh, rolls her hand over the cauldron. She goes, okay, Carmela Sweet. Carmela Sweet. Oh, no. And so that gets other ladies to like lean a little bit forward. Mm. Um, I don't think Carmela will be joining us tonight. She's tied to a chair. What? Yeah, she's tied to a chair. Um, I'm sure it's nothing, but men in brown cloaks seem to be surrounding Or people, I shouldn't judge. People in brown cloaks seem to be surrounding her. I make eye contact with Lilith, and we exchange a look like, why is this woman not moving or speaking faster if her friend is in danger? She's like, okay, these things happen from time to time. Carmela's tied to a chair. That doesn't happen a lot. She's a little bit in trouble, but we're witches. We'll figure this out. Um, Do you have any idea where she is? Is she still in the city? She's on concrete somewhere, so she's not in the middle of nowhere. I'm seeing in the distance some sort of, you know, crates and like pallet movers, some sort of industrial zone somewhere in the city. Um, let me just... Does this spell me, have a range at all? Like, would it not work? I know it's in the city. I know that. Let me just try and... Stop brushing me. Try and get a vibe. Carmelis. Okay. I'm hearing flowing water and very quietly a backing up truck and angry voices about tonight. And she's not looking happy. And so she kind of starts losing her cool. It's practically that you can see her gray curled hair like frizzling out as she goes. And you realize that that's not just like a vibe thing. Like she's beginning to lose (laughs) control over her hair. And she goes, okay, Carmela Sweet is somewhere in the city and is tied to a chair and there's going to be something tonight. And you see one of the, the soccer mom kind of witches like lean forward and kind of touch her like, hey, yeah, chill out. Be okay. And something's going to happen tonight and it's not good. And we need someone to go find her. And uh, I'll go. I'll go with her. Okay. You will go. And you'll find Carmela Sweet. I mean, as members of this n- new support group slash coven, coven, I don't even know, and I'm a witch. 
You'll find her and bring her back to us. We'll certainly try. If you want to be part of this thing, you're going to have to succeed, and I'm going to... Okay. Okay. Promise me. Brock, ladies. <laughs> I... That seems like a weird ask. I mean, we're going to go try to find we're her gonna... and rescue her, but what if we This can't? is like a big deal. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and promise we're going to try that you're going to... We're going to try. We're... We promise to try. Okay. But if you don't... If we don't try? I... Oh, okay, fine. Just go. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I can't stand any more of this woman and her indecisiveness and her slowness. So I grab my bag, I take a look at Lilith, and we head on out. Okay. Right. I click clack behind her. Okay, so Michelle's playing Lilith. I don't know if that became clear. Um... Um, we hurry, oh, we hurry, um, away, uh, before we start hurrying, let's try to figure out where we think she could be. So we're in some sort of industrial district, which yeah. I know from previous experience, there is an industrial district over on this side of the river. Um, I am not, I guess I'm, like, Lilith, Lilith is from the area, so she would know where the industrial district is. Is probably so. It's probably a place to get some really great grams. So <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you want some of those rustic, exposed brick, right, as a place to go. So uh, the main industrial places I would say would be oops in uh, the northeast corner of the map that we are currently looking at that you can't see. I guess I'm going to have to post this somewhere. Uh, and then uh, along these river buildings, the Atlas warehouses are old time uh, warehouse things. And then pretty much anywhere near the interstate uh, that isn't taken up by other sorts of building. So she heard water. Mm-hmm. So I think it's either this like river buildings area, right? That's what's one of the areas you said, mm-hmm. and or the Atlas warehouses. I say let's start with the Atlas warehouses because it's on the side of the river that we're currently on. Okay. Cool. Um, I think it's probably going to be faster to drive. Why don't we head over to my car? You have a car? Oh my gosh. I do have a car. I have to warn you, Is it's a Uber little... Like two minutes away? <laughs> what? Temperamental. Is the Uber like two minutes away? <laughs> yeah, it's So I actually dropped a pin already, but if you have a car, we can just drive. That's fine. Uh, do I you think really I'll... think we can find parking though? Because like... Um, what's Uber? <laughs> well, it's Lyft, actually, because Uber is, like, not that great right now, so... Okay, uh, if you think it'll be faster, let's do that. Where is it parked? <laughs> uh, um, it looks like it's, like, two minutes away. It's gonna pick us up right outside of... Are we close enough to Mellowhead? You're on, like, the main street. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I just, uh, I, I just, I just had it pick us up right outside of Mellow Coffee. Sounds good. Okay, so we we okay. jog over to Mellow Coffee. <laughs> I love it. You jog over to the and you can see your freaking car from right here, and you're just waiting, and you're like, okay, this lift thing must be really important, and you jog and then stop, and wait, and you hear Lilith be like, "Is that?" Nope. <laughs> yeah, oh. Look at every car. Yeah. Nope. Oh, oh no, we're looking for a Toyota Highlander. Oh. oh. No, okay. no and then a Toyota Highlander comes up, <laughs> and it's it's pretty like it drives up, and the man in front kind of like leans out the window, and go Lilith, Lilith. Yeah, 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 that's me. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's she go. Climbs in the back very comfortably. Molly follows, and he goes, okay. And you've selected uh, the Atlas Warehouses. 
okay, it's straight down the road, perfect. And he goes, there's mints in the back as he starts driving. I am not particularly comfortable in cabs because I have almost always driven myself or walked everywhere. And so I don't really know how to function until I'm, I'm like lean over to Lilith. I'm, I'm looking at my phone. Or are we supposed to talk to him? Or like, how do, how do we do this? I mean, like... You can talk to me, but I have the radio. I'll turn the radio up, he says. He's talking way too loud. <laughs> okay, thank you. And he turns the radio up, and it's like... I was going to say, what is it, like, Bob <laughs> Ooh, foxy lady. I look at Lilith again and say, is this really better than driving? I mean, I don't have to have a car or pay for parking in the city, so yes. Okay. Um, excuse me, driver? Yeah. How, how close are we? Uh, here. And he, like, slams on the brakes and throws... It's, like, seriously, like... <laughs> it was, like, a two-minute Uber. <laughs> yeah. He goes, great. I'm... Uh, leave me a five-star rating. Love you guys. I'm, like, digging Lily, if I follow you as Lift. you get out. Oh, thanks, babe. Love you. <laughs> I'm, like, frantically digging through my wallet trying to find cash. No, don't worry about it. I got it. It's fine. Okay, but it I, all happens on the phone. Don't worry about it. Oh, I don't think you paid him. No, okay, I did. Let's go. Let's go. Um, let's go. So as you, you take hop off out of the car and the car kind of like starts doing a K turn, like the guy in the in the driver's seat starts doing a K turn on his way back to pick up another fare. Uh, you see very weirdly a shape kind of extend out of the darkness and start to push on the car, push it out of the road. Uh, as it pushes the car into the other lane, into the street light, you realize that it is a 12-foot skeleton. In the background, you hear, you hear Lilith say, Oh my god, guys, just met one of my followers. I love all of you. Into her phone. <laughs> She's streaming. She's on her story. It's, yeah, it's her Snapchat story for sure. <laughs> What's the Instagram version of story? I forget. <laughs> is it stories? stories? <laughs> yeah, that was really fantastic how they just stole that. Anyway. <laughs> Lilith? Lilith? What? I think you might want to pay attention to this. Oh my god! (laughs) So you see... (laughs) What the hell is that? 20 feet into the distance, a skeleton pushing around a Toyota, uh, and he turns to you guys and lets out a... He doesn't seem to be uh, too focused on anything, and he starts... uh, He just, like, backhands the uh, RAF or... or, Highlander. Highlander. There can only be one. Uh, he backhands the, the tail light of the Highlander and just starts kind of like stomping about. Uh, this is obviously not good uh, that there is a 12 foot tall skeleton roaming around. Okay. Uh, he is the skeleton you assume has seen you. Uh, it is a skeleton. It's got red flames in the eyes. Uh, it's got a sort of very, very, very faint red aura. Uh, surrounding all of its individual bones that seems to be keeping it together. Uh, you, you hear and see cars screech to a halt, uh, honking their horns or turning straight around. What little traffic there is near the Atlas warehouses at 6.30 p.m. Uh, is beginning to divert around this sort of thing. It is my role to try to keep the public from seeing this and from finding out about this. I have no idea how the hell to do that. Um, I am going to start by trying to read a bad situation. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to try to um, basically like look around, see if there's any any context clues that I can see that can give me an idea about how I might potentially be able to stop people from seeing this. Um, so I'm rolling plus sharp, and I have a plus one for sharp. 
that is an 11. Okay, you get to look at the success for a read a bad situation. I believe you get a th- hold three. Correct, hold three. So you get to ask me three questions at any time, either right now or as we go through the situation. And Am I limited plus, to these three questions or these this list of questions on here? Uh, if I feel that the question is not something that you could know, I'll tell you. Um, plus, if you act on the information I give you, that is an experience point. Okay. Is there anything around that I could use to distract the skeleton and bring it away from the road? No. You are on just a straight up, like, this is a pretty business-friendly street. There is green space to the south, or the west of you, and the warehouses to the east. The river to the north, and more sort of just industrial-type buildings to the south. Um, so there's a park to your east, I will say that. Are there any, does the skeleton have any vulnerable points? He is a skeleton. Uh, his joints seem pretty vulnerable. He's got no muscles or skin okay. or anything like that. Um, what do you get, three? Mm-hmm. What is the best way to protect the victims, so the people that are in mm-hmm. their vehicles, the, the I would say, poor Uber driver? I would say by engaging the skeleton. Okay. By, it's actually not a, it's not a pure skeleton. It's 12 feet tall. So you assume through your sort of what couple days you've had at Pinedale, uh, you might assume that this is a bone golem. Okay. <laughs> Named Rodney. You okay. don't know that. Um, I am... Uh, I'm going to look around to see if there are any, like, rocks or, like, objects that are small enough for me to throw... Um, but like big enough that the skeleton would notice if they okay. were thrown. You've got at a him. couple good chunks. Okay, I am going to pick up a rock and I am going to throw it at the skeleton to try to direct its attention away from the vehicles and towards me. Um, I would say that you are going to act under pressure. I I am. Um, that gives me a roll plus cool, so that's plus two for cool. Uh, that is a six plus two is eight. Which puts you um, in a bad situation, right? You succeed. So I'm going to say that you successfully hit the skeleton on the side of the uh, the skull. It's gigantic skull. And it goes, and it looks at you, and a, and a screaming man goes past, and it picks him up, and it throws him against a building. Shoot. Um, but now he is focused on the skeleton. You don't know if it's a man or woman. Okay. It's focused on you. Um, um, so Lilith, I mean... Yes. She's she's like a new witch. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't necessarily a hundred percent that's not necessarily gonna be her first instinct. So she has experienced the super I don't mean to ascribe too many histori- historical details to your character, but she has experienced magic before, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Right. So she knows she can do it, and I'm going to assume has a, a novice right. ability to control it. Right. Right, 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 right. That is that is also my. But so like what I'm saying is it's maybe maybe her first. Whereas like someone who like knows magic pretty well and is pretty can rely on their own skills would immediately be like spell, 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 spell. <laughs> and that is not really where Lilith is at so much. The okay. first thing she's probably gonna think about is to just like try to like yell at essentially like yell at it and see if she can get it to talk to her. All right, go for it. Um. So she. I I don't know what what. What are you gonna say? Uh. Hey, what are you doing? Like, just like she really like. Um, 
hey, what are you doing? Like, what do you, what are you here for? Like, why are you here? All right, he begins stalking towards the two of you. He's he's like growling with every step for some reason. But okay, so he's a big giant, kind of, and he doesn't make he doesn't make language he's noises. Tall. He's, he's twelve feet tall, and he's like, I suppose he's a skeleton. So maybe let's recontextualize. He sounds more like a skeleton. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is he is. Unintelligent, as Un- far as okay. you can tell. Great. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm backing. I'm keeping keeping sort of at the same distance from the skeleton that Molly is keeping. Okay. So sort of backpedaling. <laughs> a uh, a a weird thing. As he's stepping closer to you, he looks like he gets a little bit taller with each step. So he's now he's about thirteen feet as oh, he's closing Oh dear. Um. I'm... So I just just a logistical question. We're sort of going back down toward into the warehouses and. Um, I saw you that more being on this north-south street. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so toward the river? Toward, like, the skeleton's back is the river, and your okay. back is the semi-industrial area. Okay. You've got the, the park to your east and the Atlas warehouses to your left. Or west. Okay. Other way around. Park to your west, Atlas warehouses to your east. I decide, I know that Arthur told me that I should only use it in emergency situations, but I think this qualifies as an emergency situation. I'm going to take out my gun, and I'm going to try to shoot at the skeleton's knees. A called shot. Uh, you have an unloaded pistol, and you have three choices of magazine. Which are you going to use? The silver, the lead, or the holy water? I am going to use the lead. Okie dokie. So roll for kick some ass. Okay. Um, kick some ass plus tough. is plus tough. Uh, which is a negative one for Sue. This is going to be a miss of four. Four. So as you uh, ready your pistol, you're kind of shaking a little. It's the first time you've used it since you shot a shotgun full of skeet at your farmer boyfriend's house when you were in high school, I believe was the story. Uh, you let off a shot. Pew! And it patings off of a corner. Does not hit anyone. I'm not that evil. Uh, but the skeleton is very mad and smacks you with a backhand. Okay. Uh, so you are going to take two harm. Do you have any armor? Um, I have, I'm wearing like a leather jacket. Okay, I believe that is one armor, so you take one harm. So okay. it hits you for two harm, you take one. But you are going to, uh, be knocked over. Okay. Um, okay, so at this point, Lilith is like, no, 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 no. This is not okay. <laughs> She's like, okay, we're going to try this. this the, I will say thing. the skeleton is, if if he is close enough, to... the bone golem to hit with a backhand uh, Molly, right. then he's pretty much bearing down on Lilith. Right. Um, okay, so then I'm going to try to to uh, throw essentially a fire missile. Actually, yeah. Actually, I'm going to throw an earth missile Ooh. at um, at the skeleton. Uh, okay. so... Magic missile, that's 3d4 per spell level? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's D&D. Yes. Um, so the earth, the earth thing is that it, I get to do some cool stuff with possible restraining. So, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter, because right now what I need to do is roll, roll. kick some ass. I believe except it that I get use to magic. Use, plus no, one. I get to use... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, technically it's kick some ass, because that's what I'm doing. Mm. Um... But I get to, I get to roll plus weird instead of plus tough. Once again, an expert at the rules. I really like reading rules and knowing them. It's <laughs> fine. 
We're gonna. That's a nine, nine plus, plus two 11. is eleven. Yeah, yeah. So, so kick some ass. Bonus uh, successes or pure success. Okay. Or whatever. Um, pure success. So on a ten plus, choose one extra effects. Um, so the thing Earth that I did was Earth was add forceful, forceful restraining. restraining. <laughs> I didn't know that already. <laughs> no edit points in this podcast. So uh, and I am doing an Earth missile. So uh, he gets hit and he's sort of so it's forceful restraining. So he's sort of like stuck in the ground a little bit and can't quite move quite as well. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'm also going to give some bonus a. Uh, uh, plus one bonus to Susan. Uh, plus one forward to Susan. Okay. okay. So what I see happening to this is you, <laughs> you're pretty yeah. novice magic user, right? So you kind of like cast out your hand and make magic happen. And much like Spider-Man in that the first Spider-Man was like, go web, go. And is doing all the different hand motions. You go. And for a split second, nothing happens. And it's very terrifying. But from behind the skeleton, you see a pretty hefty chunk of like, almost intelligent silt or muck yes. coming from the park in the riverside, like the uh, uh, the side of the river, coming swarming down the street, and it hits the skeleton, uh, I'll say, like, around the knees. And okay. It, and, and it hits him for a pretty good. How many harm uh, do you hit him for? Uh, so technically it's one harm. Because I chose Earth, I don't get any extra. Okie dokie. So you hit him for a good harm. So you, you hear some... Uh, it's not great on... Uh, bones to hit concrete very hard, but it, it very forcefully brings him down with that kind of silt, uh, mud type thing. Brings him down, and he, uh, or I'm sorry, skeleton noises. <laughs> then is trying to push up out of this mud and can't. And so with the plus one to Susan, we're gonna say that with this skeleton kind of on its knees, you have time to get up and do something to a restrained skeleton, maybe some sort of close ranged. I. I have a set of brass knuckles that have nice. um, religious symbols on them. And so since the skeleton is restrained and there is less danger present to me, I am going to slip them out of my pocket, slip them onto my hand, and I am going to take a punch at okay. this thing. Roll kick some ass with a plus one. And plus <sighs> your usual tough. So uh, zero. <laughs> womp womp. A six. Oh, no. Susan. <laughs> Can I try again? No. Um, so you run up and you, I'm going to, I'm going to cut you a deal here. You're not going to get the added bonus of your brass knuckle, like the, uh, spoiler alert, the holy brass knuckles. Yeah. So you, you go up and you deliver the usual amount of harm to the skeleton. How many harm, how many harm is your brass knuckles worth? You don't know. I didn't tell you. I know. Uh, it is worth plus one harm. Okay, so I deal... Oh, you need two experience points because you failed twice. So you deal one harm to the skeleton along the skull. I'm going to say you knock his jaw out of place. Okay. He can't even make good noises. And uh, he's still restrained, correct? He is pretty restrained, but he's going to break alleys pretty yeah, soon because he's gonna lost say, your It's not going to last very much longer. Yeah. Uh, so now I'd say it's the skeleton-ish turn. Uh, the way he's going to break out of them is not through force, but instead of growing bigger, you are starting to see him shrink. So going from, thir- what did I say it was, 13, 13 feet 13. to 12 to 11 to 10, he's getting smaller and smaller, and he's just going to, like, out of these mud restraints. So he's on his way to doing that. Lilith, you are up. Um, so I think I want to kind of just take a, like, so I already tried to talk to him. That did not work. So I feel like, and she's feeling, like, pretty... Oh, nice. Pretty excited about oh. the fact that her magic just worked. And she's also <laughs> feeling very pretty because she looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but she, so she, I think she's just going to try to hit him with another 
magical effect. Um, I think this time she's going to go for the fire missile, but we will see. Okay. How close are you to that skeleton, by the Within way? Within melee range. Oh. Can I back up? Uh, it, it says... <laughs> I will say that you are on concrete, so there's right, not a lot of flammable. There's not a lot of flammable, around. and there's, also there's a bunch of mud around. Yes, there, it is not area or burst or anything right, like that. No. So you are probably good. Oh no! Okay, that's a failure. Um, so I rolled a five. Okay. Uh, since you are from distance, the skeleton cannot reach you to deal harm back, which would usually be a kick-ass roll. Right. Uh, but you give a, a finger guns. Yeah, I'm so I'm so good. Pew, and yeah, and then that nothing work comes so out. Great. Uh, mark and experience. Um, so every time you fail, you get to mark experience, and if you reach, we'll level you up. Um, so, so that, yeah, okay, okay. This makes the uh, skeleton turn. He begins to shrink. You see the mud starting to kind of, like, fall around where his fibula mm -hmm. would have been. Uh, and he gets out as now, like, a, like, yeah, you hate this guy. He saw him assaulting a lot of people. He beat you up a little bit, Molly. But now you have to make he's a little bit cute. He is an adult skeleton, but only like three feet tall. He's like, mm -hmm. Meh, with kind of like a jaw hanging, like a Sylvester Stallone skeleton. Meh, and he kind of like starts to run off uh, into the park. I am going to go after him Ooh. and try to tackle him to the ground. Okay. Because I I cannot let the, I, I do not want more people to see this thing. Sounds like you are protecting someone. That's mm -hmm. someone being the uh, people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I am protecting someone, I roll, dang it, I don't want to roll plus tough. I roll plus tough. Gotta get more tough. You gotta figure out ways to not. Uh, seven. On seven plus, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they're going to get. Okay. So, this is what happens. I'm gonna, this is two steps. You tackle the bone golem running away. Right, you just leap, form tackle this four foot tall bone golem uh, to the ground. You hear its ribs crunch a little bit, but nothing too terrible. It's mostly just rocks. As you tackle, you look up and you see a smelly dead cat that you recognize from your first adventure a couple days ago. And it is just looking at you very calmly. And then the skeleton begins to grow underneath you. And you get a little bit shot into the air as you try to sort of uh, uh, ride the skeleton as it grows back to its 13 feet. It's basically just trying to shuck you off. You, however, are still holding on to it because it's made of bones. Uh, roll for a uh, uh, act under pressure to hang on. Okay. Um, when I roll to act under pressure, I roll plus cool. So that is a plus two. So that is six plus two is eight. Okay, make success. Roll better. <laughs> uh, make, act under pressure. You put yourself in a bad situation, right? Or you succeed, uh, but... The keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Okay, you can hang on, but you will be hanging on to it's basically like it's uh, collarbone. So you'll be pretty high up. You don't know how high up in the air you're going to go as this thing grows. How close am I to the ground right now? As of right now, it's still just like lifting up. Okay, I'm gonna let go. Okay, so you let go of the skeleton, uh, and I'm gonna say skeleton's turn. It gives you another backhand for another two harm. Uh, you have one uh, uh, armor, so you get backhanded back to the ground again. Okay. I'm wondering if I can, so one of the options for use magic is trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I can use my magic, if 
if I could use my magic to try to trap. Yes, you can, this especially bone because golem. especially as he is running into the park and you have earth-shaped magic. Right. So you are going to roll use magic for this, correct? Yes. So okay. that's plus weird. That's plus weird. Uh, eight plus two is ten. That is a, a pure success. Uh, what happens on a pure? You trap him, right? Uh, it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. On ten plus, the magic works without issues. Choose your effect. I would like to trap the bone golem. Okay. Uh, he is. I will say in sort of a a uh, sculpture garden type park. Okay. Um, I see this. I will listeners as, as being. Like- Oh, sorry. As being like a uh, Des Moines sculpture garden, Papa John kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to control like the sculptures or anything like no. that. You'll control, uh, as I see it, you'll control the earth. The so ground. would you like to expand, ha- or the ground, yeah. Would you like to explain how it works, what it looks like? I'll give you the Yeah, rays. yeah. So um, the the focus that she uses is this is this crystal skull necklace that she has around mm-hmm. her neck. Indiana and she sort John's of like, my favorite. She sort of like holds it in her hand while she's like gesturing and, and talking. Um, and the earth essentially just sort of comes up and forms like a little birdcage around this. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> so a little birdcage around the skeleton, or the skeleton, the boom goblin goes, and he begins hitting the door or the, the thing. He begins to shrink. I'm going to say you have minor control over this birdcage. Yeah, so I think the I think especially while she's still sort of manipulating it, she's gonna keep shrink she'll just she'll just shrink it to adjust. Okay, so he's trying to get out between the bars and then he sees as he shrinks the bar shrink and he's, and he's beating against and the... she starts she starts keeping shrinking. Oh no. So like she's trying to make him get smaller and smaller. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm going to say... No she, ma- she essentially wants to, like, shrink until she feels like he can't shrink anymore. Okay. No matter what, you're going to keep him stuck. I'm going to say that. Okay. But roll uh, roll, use magic again. It's a th- uh, 9 plus 2 is 11. Okay. So this is what happens. <laughs> She's so, having a very good day. <laughs> as this birdcage begins to shrink and shrink and shrink, you can see, like, the skeleton's arm barely get out, and then the skeleton's, like sort of like foot get out and then it begins shrinking shrinking and shrinking and finally you hear like a loud pop and the arm and the foot kind of fly off and uh as this birdcage shrinks it just sort of like sort of like uh settles back into the ground uh, it replaces its divot you right know? right uh and then it is just bones laying on the ground and that sort of faint red aura is gone and all that is left is sort of like munchkin bones like very small very scattered munchkin bones I walk over and pick up a handful of the bones and look at Lilith and say, that was insane. <laughs> have you always been able to do that? Um, I have never done that before, but whatever. Super cool. <laughs> so I, I pick up the bones and I put them into a little, um, I, am, I am a very well-prepared investigative journalist. And so mm-hmm. I have a little Ziploc baggie in my, in my purse. Okay. Just, Lilith says, of course you have one of those. Um, so as you begin to do that, you see no like cop lights or anything like that, which is weirding you out because now the street is just empty. Like mm-hmm. you two are fighting this thing in pretty empty streets. The cat, you don't know where it went. But you see a, like, a pony van with, like, the sliding door that would usually sort of slide up and pull up. And on the side uh, is printed KKTC, uh, the news channel that you have recently gotten fired from. And out hops your roommate, Ophelia Helm. Hi, Ophelia. What are you doing here? Oh, Molly, I, uh, uh, I forgot what my voice sounds like, but, um, I just want to... 
what do you, what are you doing here? Um, I look over at Lilith uh, and say, this is my new friend Lilith, and we were doing... Oh, I know Lilith. I follow her. Yeah. Um, You're Lilith... friends with Lilith since when? Lilith wanted to do some new uh, new pictures for her Instagram feed. Oh, does and that we have to do this... with the car accidents? Well, what I mean... car accidents? The car accidents. That car over there. And well... she points and there's a broken Toyota Highlander. <laughs> I mean... Lilith is uh, quite the showstopper, so maybe oh, there was just I some love her work. distracted so driving. Much. so much to me. Great. I anyway, think Molly, what a... are you doing here? You're not sort of Lilith's uh, type. I don't want to say she... caliber. Okay. You can, thank you. You can Ophelia. say caliber. She and heard... she touches you on the shoulder. She's like, caliber. <laughs> she heard about my photography skills, and... Um... She's really just the best. Like, it's... It, you... She's she's the only one to go to in the city. Uh, Molly, uh, she was not ever production. She was always on camera. Like, I'm preparing to be, so can I get you for an interview? Uh, Lilith? And she... Uh, I would really rather not. I, I, I mean, I'll, you'll have to sign like some, some agreements if you want to use my likeness on your news channel. All right. I just think it'd be really great for your, you know, like, exposure and follower count. I don't think that Lilith really needs too much help. What are you, her publicist? No, Ophelia, I'm just the photographer for the day. Look, we're losing our light. I I really think that we need to keep going. To where? Um, just around. We're going to see if we can find some other good spots for photos. Like, have a good night, Ophelia. Weird stuff? Like, uh, uh, I don't even want to, like, weird thin men? That's what the reports we got. What? Weird what thin men. No, no, no. We're just looking for cool places around town to take photos. Um, there are no weird thin men here. I don't know. I don't know what the reports you were getting were about. Okay. But... Um, roll one of you to manipulate someone. Do you want me to? <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. I have minus one for charm, so you ought to do that. I was coming. Uh, so I have plus one, so I get a six. That is still a failure. <laughs> Can I, I try? Um, Probably so, not. So, really. <laughs> she goes, no, we've received multiple eyewitness scouts, and Lilith, I love you so much. I don't even understand why. I love your style, and I love your fashion, but I gotta know, like, what you were here. What did you see? We We didn't see anything. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really see much. There was a cat. That's really the only thing out of the ordinary. A cat is out of the ordinary? It was a really weird looking cat, Ophelia. I can't even describe it. Jesus, Molly, a cat. You're a news lady. You're a journalist. A thin man is attacking cars. Is What's it, up with that? Is this just part of that Slender Man craze? I've heard people are doing that, but like, come on. That's so two years ago. Yeah, well, Tide Pods is now, so things aren't getting less dumb, <laughs> she says. And the cameraman in the back is like, Oh, uh, Ophelia, where do you want me to set up? Um, It looks like you're pretty busy. We should probably She's head on go. out. Okay, are you just going to literally like <laughs> just walk away? Yeah. She goes, Molly, I live with you. This isn't over. I know, Ophelia. I'll see you at home. We can talk about it later. Call me. 
Oh my god, really? What's your number? D- no, DM me. That's what she says. Not <laughs> okay. call me. DM me. Oh my I'll god, totally answer. You have to follow me back. Okay, so as you as you walk away, you're walking away from the crime scene that you've committed with Toyota Highlander. You see the the Uber driver. We didn't commit any well, crimes yeah, with the Toyota okay. Highlander. Uh, you see the Uber driver kind of like running his uh, or lift. Excuse me, they have better rights for drivers. Uh, running his hands through his hair and and he's starting to talk to Ophelia uh, about what he saw. Um, so you might have to clean this one up with Arthur on the way uh, later. And you see the cameraman and uh, Ma- or, uh, Ophelia beginning to talk it over with uh, how they're going to shoot the guy. You are right. The light is beginning to disappear. Uh, the meeting was at 630 and it's October in mm-hmm. Oregon, which means it's getting, if not quite already, dark. quite dark. Okay. Um, so we were going to investigate the warehouses. Do we need to dive in? Yeah, I would say we, we go on in. Okie dokie. So those Atlas warehouses, I will. We should start with the ones by the river, maybe? Yeah, I would agree, because we heard the running water. Uh, as you begin to approach those Atlas warehouses that you've been uh, pointed to earlier, uh, or you've guessed earlier, you see warehouses on the Samson River. Across the Samson River, uh, you also see more more uh, warehouses, but these are smaller. These are more like shacks. Uh, each of these on your side, these Atlas warehouses are about two and a half stories tall, made of brick. Classic warehouses. Think Davenport, Iowa. They're going to get converted into apartments and Yeah, or soon. breweries yeah. or something. Uh, out in the river, you see several docks floating on the easy flow. Uh, ducks? Docks. Docks. Okay. I also thought you said ducks. Ducks. Uh, you see several docks floating on the easy flow. Some with shallow-bottomed barges, like like up and down the river type things, mm-hmm. uh, and others with more stocked river boats. You're a little surprised. There's there's not a lot, a ton of river traffic anymore in Pinedale. Um, these are mainly l- like these warehouses in this sort of district is mainly a leftover from Pinedale's logging days. The a couple maybe fifty years ago is about when this logging craze died in Pinedale. The town is one of those towns where it's like, jobs are here because jobs are here kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing really stands out about Pinedale. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got large wooden doors for easy cargo moving, slidey, slidey type things. They're all closed. They're all dark. So I'm interested in these boats because... At the Coven meeting, they mentioned that it's easy to get ingredients for magic things because we're right on the river. So maybe the supernatural community uses the river for transportation more than the rest of folks do. At least nowadays. Yeah. So I think we should start by checking out... Are you saying this out loud to Lilith? Okay. I think we should go start there. I think we should check those out first. Okay. You're the sounds to me, lady. You, <laughs> sounds to me, if you are looking at these boats with questions, that you are trying to... Investigate a mystery. I am going to roll plus sharp, which is plus one for me. And I'm going to hope rolling goes better than it has been. It does not. Six total. That is just nothing, right? Yep, that's just nothing. There's some boats on a river. Some have stuff on them, some don't. Great. Um... Hmm. Can I do the same thing since I'm also investigating, or is that just redundant? Uh, I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counselor. 
I am the rules lawyer of this podcast, apparently. So so Lilith takes her cell phone out and zooms in. Yes. <laughs> Instead of just looking. Oh my god, I rolled an 11 and I get a plus one, so I got a, a 12. Perfect 12. You have investigated a mystery, you get three questions, and you get to ask whatever you'd like. Okay. Right? Is, no, let's read a bad situation. How's investigative mystery? Investigative mystery. Um, on a 10 plus hold two, and on a 7 to 9 hold one. One hold can be spent to ask the keeper one of the following questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? I'm going to ask right away what is being concealed here. Okay, you do not know what is being concealed here. I will tell you that, but I will help you with a... a or, I guess, it would be more like where might... How are being, things being concealed and where might they be being concealed? Where might they be, be, be? being concealed? <laughs> okay. Um, you notice that on these barges, the flat-bottom barges, most of them have crates on them or shipping containers. Most of these higher, bigger boats, uh, more stocked river boats, like... There's one that's just a straight-up paddle casino boat, and it's just docked. But the one that stands out to you is the one with nothing on it. Okay. And there, it is in front of a specific warehouse, and it has nothing on it. Okay. I So, hey, Molly. Right, Molly? Right? Mm, yes, okay. yes, Molly. <laughs> is that with an I or a Y? A why? Okay. A why? Just, just checking. Um, so I think we should go check out the warehouse with the boat that's empty in front of it. Okay. Sounds good. I, I trust your instincts and your judgment. Okay. I, I deeply appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So you begin to move, make your way forward to the warehouse with the, the nothing on it. Uh, so you as you begin to move closer, this is like the warehouse in the middle. Uh, how are you approaching this warehouse? This, so like, there's one warehouse in, uh, closest to the park where you already are, then this warehouse with the empty barge at its dock, and then more warehouses past it. The fact that I'm asking that probably should not color your uh, answer, but it most certainly will. I don't understand what you're asking. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to walk, like, we're going to walk there. You're going to walk there, okay. I, um, I mean, I'm going to walk there, but I'm going to keep an eye out for, like, are there... Are there people looking at us out of doors of other warehouses? Okay, so you kind of take a look around. Can I see snipers on the roof? There there are no snipers on the roof. That is one hold left on the investigate. (laughs) Um, So there's nobody, like, surveillancing around. Okay, but as you begin to get closer, you see uh, uh, movement on this empty empty barge. Uh, What you originally took for an empty barge is not specifically true. There's some, some things, some crates... Uh, and weirdly, you see a lot of electrical cables and like lights on this crate or on this barge uh, uh, headed back. These lights aren't on yet, but you can see a lot of movement bringing stuff out to this barge. And it seems like some sort of publicity thing is about to happen. Some sort of uh, 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 show of the like, floodlights. <laughs> <laughs> um okay one extra clue these men and people walking out onto the ships seem to slide around a lot they don't seem to be used to walking on even at dock like boats at dock do not move around a lot the samson river is not especially rough and these guys are kind of struggling with the fact that they're walking on a boat they're not used to boats 
Okay, so it looks like it looks like some kind of show is gonna happen tonight. And do you remember in the cauldron? She said she heard voices talking about tonight. I feel like maybe this is what's happening. Maybe this is what the voices in the cauldron were talking about. I mean, that makes sense to me. Why don't we see if we can sneak there, there up a like, little closer? I don't remember any firework shows that were on the on the calendar for tonight. And, it's like, October. I wouldn't know particularly. about that. So, I mean, you would definitely be sure to get those on your Instagram. Absolutely. Okay, so why don't we try to sneak up a little closer and see if we can get a closer look. Great. Okay, so you, as you begin to sneak up a little closer, uh, it's not exactly like Allie's way. Uh, but not super obvious. So you're kind of like doing that uh, detective noir thing where you're ducking behind crates, looking around. And as you begin to get closer, kind of hopscotching or hopfrogging your way through, uh, you become more clear at these lights, these floodlights, whomph, on. Uh, there's nothing still on the barge. They're just preparing. Um, but you can see these guys bringing stuff onto this barge. You don't even know what it is. It's in crates. Uh, they have just like normal sort of Carhartt or North Face or just normal jackets on. But underneath these jackets, headed down to their ankles, you realize they're not wearing pants, they're wearing some sort of cloak, and these clothes were brown. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so we totally have found the right place. And whisper. Unless, I mean, I mean, it is a very un... Like, brown cloaks are super out right now, so unless there's just a bunch of people wearing a lot of very unstylish clothing around the city, yes, you're right. Um, do we see any sign of Carmela? No signs of Carmela as of right now. Where are these guys bringing the crates from? So the the middle warehouse that is straight in front of this dock, they're walking into the big sliding doors and walking back out of the big sliding doors. So you know which building it is. Okay. And there is a definite entry outry point that they are using. Is there a front door? You from the usual times you've gone past the outlets warehouses. You've never given them much look, except to be like, that would be a good place for a brewery. Obviously. Or, or a distillery or something. Uh, you seem to remember, yeah, uh, front door, semi-backup points, stuff like that. Um, let's see if we can sneak, or stay out of sight, sneak around the building to the potential front door. Okay. So as you stay, give me a little look at this, these moves. Uh... Yeah, I say that's a pretty normal person thing to do, to sneak around. So you're going to sneak around, especially since they're not looking at you. These are very purposeful people, in and out, in and out, in and out. Uh, you're going to go back to the, the street side. You can see headlights beginning to move again on the, the road after they had stopped for the bone golem. Uh, it's getting darker and darker. The uh, street light's coming on. You've got the regular door, a couple semi-backup points, and then all sorts of windows and junk. It's a warehouse. Okay, I'm going to take a look inside the window before trying the door. Okay, as you look in the window, you don't see a whole lot. Uh, it's pretty dark in there. You can see a, a light on the far side of the room, and you see a pretty big crowd and uh, some sort of chair with a person on it. Okay, um, and when... So, hey, when we were looking in the cauldron, um, or when... What was her name again? The witch that was taking a look in the cauldron? I don't know. I can't be bothered to remember these things. You never asked, you rude assholes. Anyway, when she was taking... That slow lady? <laughs> when that super slow lady was taking a look at the cauldron, didn't she say that Carmela was tied up in a chair? She did. Uh, behind you, uh, you did not hear a whole lot of approach, but what you do hear is... 
Can I help you ladies? And you turn around and there's a man holding a bat. Hi there, sir. Um, actually, yes, you, you can't help us. We are looking for our friend. Um, the last we heard, she had been um, over in this area, and, and we were just trying to see if we could find her. Sounds like you're trying to lie to somebody, manipulate I'm someone. I'm trying to manipulate someone, so I'm going to roll plus charm, which for me is a minus one. Maybe uh, I should have you faster. Nope, too late. You're, you're also okay. the That's a six. Minus one is a five. And he goes, I ain't seen nobody like that. And he puts the, the bat down with the clock. I ain't seen nobody like that. You better run along. We're... Sir, we're we're looking for a friend. Like we we're gonna we think we see her in this warehouse. Oh really? You're friends with a uh what's they call a uh supsranatural creature. Excuse what? me? Supsranatural creature, he says. And Are if you you's saying... a friend with a supsranatural creature, then I ain't a friends with you. He is uh, gripping we... this bat a lot tighter. We I don't know what Supernatural? What are you talking about? Supernatural. It's Latin for more than natural. Magic. Wrong. Not good. I know what supernatural means, sir. But like, do you mean like, do you mean like a witch? Yeah, buddy. And that's her. And we're tonight gonna force her to make supernatural creatures public. We got the whole camera and everything. So you better either get in there with her. Or go home. I, I grab Lilith by the arm and start laughing like, Lilith, this guy actually believes in witches. Can you believe it? I cannot Isn't believe that. Isn't that ridiculous? Is silly. Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> and he thinks Carmella. Carmella of all people? <laughs> oh my gosh. Carmella? You are so funny. First of all, Lilith, I love your work and I follow you religiously. Lady, Thank you so much. I thought that so that much, news blooper man. was very funny, but you need to get out of here. And I'm telling you that because that's what Merrick says. And I ain't in the business of disagreeing with Merrick. Get out of here. Can you tell us who Merrick is? We're just trying to help our friend. Yeah, and your friend's a witch. Bye. I'm not going to tell you about Merrick and us, Broken Brown Arrow. Broken Brown Arrow. Um, have either of us ever heard of the Broken Brown Arrow before? No. He is... Uh, if you don't get a move on, he's going to start swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to read a bad situation, I think. I'm just trying okay. to figure out what's going on. Right. Um, and one of the things that I took is called Third Eye, so I might get some extra stuff, assuming that I succeed. We'll see. I rolled a 10. Sharp. Sharp. So 11. 11. Um, so I have third eye, which means that I get a plus one hold on any result of seven or more as well. Okay. So plus I can see invisible things. Are there invisible things? No. Everything here, uh, you look around for like any sort of magical aura. Nothing is magical except for you. Some things in her pocket, in Molly's pockets and Carmela in the window. Like, okay. Nothing. So, so just, just for the sake of my character knowing things, I notice that I am magical. Mm-hmm. And she is definitely not. Yes. Okay. <laughs> she has things in her pocket that are magic. All right. So I get to hold three and I can ask. Um, you get to hold that one extra, right? For your third eye. Yeah. So that's four. Um. So I get four. So do, do, do. 
So, what's my best way in? Your best way in is through the door. It's going to be loud. Or, or, or I'm sorry, uh, it's through the door. It might be a little obvious unless you do it right uh, into the warehouse. Um, are, hmm, what's most vulnerable to me? Uh, what is most vulnerable to you? Can you clarify that with like a, a follow? Like, um, I guess what about the what about the dude swinging a bat is most vulnerable. He to is me? pure human. He is okay. supernatural in no ways. And although maybe like he goes to the gym Monday Wednesday, uh, he's not particularly brawny or anything. He has a bat, but right, he's he pretty normal. Okay. Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, no. You are, it is you two and this guy, and if you are loud enough, then maybe the warehouse will hear you, but as of right now, they don't. Sure. Um, and then what's the best way to protect the victims? I'm thinking about Caramella. I assume it's Car- get inside. Carmella. Yeah, it's getting inside and getting her out of there. Uh, I'm going to say you, you, like, just a little peek out of the corner of your eye, and you can see they're kind of closing in on her, starting to undo the Sure, sure, sure. So things are coming to a head here. Okay. I'm gonna go in the warehouse. So you're just gonna peace out, deuces, go in the the door. I think so. Okay, with this as a uh, uh, <laughs> with this as kind of like a deuces see ya kind of maneuver. I don't think you're gonna get a lot of time to like eek open the door. No. Okay, so you, are you like hustling in or just calmly walking in? I think I'm calmly walking in. So you're just like walking away from this guy. All right, uh, Molly. What are you? What are you up to? You see, Lilith, without a single word, just start walking towards the door. You know, when someone confidently seems like they know what they're doing, I think they really inspire a lot of other people to follow them. And I know that Lilith really loves having followers, so I follow her. Okay. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, Molly, but you're the one in the back. Yep. Uh, so you fall to the ground heavily as you get hit in the back with a bat. Great. Uh, it is two harm close, so he swings a bat at your back. You oh fall boy. to the ground. Are you dying? I'm getting there. So, yeah. You, no, 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 no. You have an armor, remember. So you've only taken one. You have one half the damage you, should, you have written down. You should only have three damage. Three. Three harm. Which is a pretty serious wound. You're going to need to heal from it. But if you go much more, you're going to start getting worse instead of healing better without medical care. Uh, so you've gotten knocked to the ground with a big oof. And you see, you hear the guy, I told you not to do anything. You should have left. Broken brown arrow's not for strangers, he says, yelling down at you. He's yelling pretty loudly. I... I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't, um, I try to like surreptitiously so he can't see me pull out my cell phone and text Arthur SOS Atlas Warehouse. I'm going to say pulling out a cell phone and texting on a, on a modern day phone is going to take a while. Okay. You might be able to call Arthur. Okay. But is the guy still like standing? Well, yeah, he's, he's, things have come to a head. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he, he will... Like, you can open the phone and maybe call him, but, I mean, you can act under pressure to do it. There's a man standing over you with a bat. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to move away from the guy with the bat. Okay, so start running. Yeah, you're going to run. start running. Okay, so you pick up and start running, leaving Carmela in her smart, or not Carmela, Lil, in her smart pumps, and you're going to start 
uh, headed out. Like, into the warehouse, or away from the warehouse, or... I'm going to try to get further away from the warehouse to make a phone call. Okay. Uh, as you are beginning to run away, you hear that guy go, Yeah, yeah, you're, I told you so. You better get out of here. He, he He's, like, gesturing with a bat. Okay. He has thought that he has hit you so hard that you were like, I'm out. I'm out. Okay, I'm so I'm going to run around the corner, and I am going to... Um, Start... Start, try to call Arthur okay. and request backup. Moving back to Lilith, you've just seen the person that you were with get hit in the back with a bat and just run off. Is there anywhere I can hide? Uh, so I, I entered the warehouse. I understand that he was yelling. I'm hoping that maybe now that he's yelling, yeah, yeah, you you should get away from here. I'm hoping that maybe I can hide and see if I can sort of... Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> as you enter the warehouse, you see a pretty much a lot of nothing. The gigantic floor is usually covered in crates, boxes, or other industrial stuff, whatever okay. it is. Has been mostly cleared away. Just to that far edge, a small crowd is surrounding a woman who is currently being untied from a chair, being lifted up, and uh, is starting to carry her out. I will say that as they're carrying her out, they are not looking back towards the door, even as you throw it open. Okay. Uh, So you're running in, and it's dark on your side, so you're in the warehouse, but as you look around, it's mostly like concrete floor. Sure. Okay, so he's going to be right outside the door. I'm going to try to stick close to the walls and sort of follow them out, but not actually leave the warehouse necessarily, I think. Okay, so as they're carrying Carmela out, you are keeping a shoulder to the wall and you're making your way down the warehouse. Uh, You hear him go, hey, wait a minute, where'd that hot chick go? Ah, damn, ah, shit. And he was uh, spending too much attention watching Molly run away. Okay, so he is kind of on the hunt. So it is dark in for the most of uh, the warehouse where you are in. Okay, uh, back to Molly. Have I gotten a hold of Arthur? You have successfully called Arthur and goes, uh, Arthur, Darby. Arthur. Head of Pinedale. Arthur. Investigations. Arthur, yep. be quiet. I need you to listen. I am at Atlas Warehouse. I'm with Lilith. You know Lilith. Who's... I've seen your Instagram feed. Yes. And we are trying to find... Um, we are trying to save a witch named Carmela. She is being held hostage by the broken, brown, broken arrows, broken brown arrows. Brown? Like yeah. Um, Gross. But, uh, they are apparently a non-magical group that's trying to out the supernatural community. Oh. This is going to be a public relations disaster, Arthur. I need you to send me back up. Uh, Atlas Warehouse, I'm going to go back in. Okay, I am already in my car. Okay. See you soon. Like, literally. And then you hang up on him. I hang up on him, and then I, like, sneak around the outside of the building back towards the river. So you are are on the outdoor wall while he is on the indoor. Okay, while she's on the indoor wall. So... Okay, nice. I want if we if nice. this was if this was a sitcom, we would see. It would um, be a half. <laughs> yes, we are. Our camera sweeps in and begins extending upwards. Uh, we see the goon with the baseball bat beginning to walk the other way away from the door, uh, and then as the the wall of the warehouse cuts a half down the middle of the screen, we see woman shoulder to shoulder making their way down the warehouse, unbeknownst that the other one is doing the same thing. Okay, as you begin to walk down, Carmela is being dragged out of the the building. Uh, well, the person you have taken for Carmel, it's Carmel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's being dra- uh, dra- dragged out of the building as uh, Lilith can see. Uh, Molly, you don't see anything, but you hear the the pickup of kind of feet and noises mm-hmm. and everything like that. So you do follow them to kind of the edge of the the deal. 
Yeah. Yep. Okay, so uh, Lilith, on the inside, you will reach kind of like that sliding door, kind yeah. of like hangar doors. And uh, you reach that, and you can see the floodlights on. As you look at the barge a lot closer, both of you, as you reach the corner, Molly, uh, can see a, a camera uh, set up on a tripod, uh, another chair out there, and a man, uh, the only one with his hood pulled back over, his brown hood pulled back over his uh, uh, North Face or Carhartt or whatever coat, uh, because it's cold outside. It's October in uh, uh, Oregon. Uh, and he's, he's got his hands on his hips and he's looking as things are going in and you can see as she's being dragged out, he lifts his chin up like Mussolini and begins like waving her in as if they weren't already doing that. He's one of those people. Uh, so he, he has a pretty sizable belt around his waist, not like a a WWE, but like a Batman utility belt with all sorts of different components and pouches and stuff. Uh, everything like that. And you can see weirdly next to him. And this is like, buddy, come on, is a crossbow. A crossbow? A crossbow. Neat. And on his hip is a gun. Okay. Um. So, okay, how far am I, like, Yeah. how far are we from each other? Uh, you are shoulder to shoulder across bricks, so you're bricks apart, but you do not know that you are yep, bricks apart. Yep, okay. um, well, maybe, Lilith, you're kind of like out away from the bricks looking through this. It's a very Quentin Tarantino kind of shot as you move. Wait, there's the like place. two of yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you move to the edge of the hangar door. Uh, Molly, you are at the edge of the warehouse looking out. Uh, I would say that this sort of like concrete wharf is probably like 10 or 12 feet. You got a railing on the edge of it, and then it is a dock out to the barge. Uh, where people are still going, you can see those electrical cables coming back into the warehouse. Um, I'm wondering if I could try to... I'm wondering if I could try to, like, monkey with the camera Mm. at all? Um, do you have any sort of things that you could use on these cables, or... Oh, can, I mean, the cables are coming in, like, you can find them. So there are actual cables? Yeah, extension cords and whatnot. I'm trying to think of, like, what an Instagram influencer would have in her purse at all times. <laughs> also, don't forget that you're a spell slinger, which comes right. with your own sort of equipment. Um, so I could... So, I mean, it's not actually that much gear. in the way of gear. Um, I have an heirloom sword. <laughs> I mean, which I could probably use to, like, some cables. cut some cables. <laughs> um, so I think maybe I'm going to try to do that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you to roll uh, anything to act pressure or anything like that. Um... I'm gonna do some some rule finicking, which is not particularly this uh, this game. You have a two in six chance, so one third chance of cutting these cables without something bad happening. So I need to roll a d six. One d six. I got a five. Okay. So as you bring a sword down, I will say that as you bring the sword down, uh, you do not see this, but Molly, you suddenly see the lights wink out. Uh, but you also hear, uh, from somewhere inside the warehouse, someone go, ah! Uh, <laughs> Lilith, as your sword, your heirloom sword connects with these power cables, you feel a jolt oh of electricity because <laughs> you are cutting live electrical wires with the metal sword. And I'm going to say that you take two harm as okay. you, uh, and that's without, like, any sort of armor or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so that's as... So- so, technically I do have armor. It does not protect me from this because no. it's not gloves. <laughs> That's true. It is not rubber-soled shoes. Uh, so as you throw down, uh, you feel the jolt of the, the electrical wire run up your uh, arms. 
it feels just like a punch to your entire body mm -hmm. all from all directions. But as you sort of like fly, not fly, but fall backwards, uh, you uh, a single thought appears in your head, uh, fearing what it has done to your hair. It hurts a lot, Naturally. but the lights have gone off entirely. Okay. So like even inside the warehouse, the lights okay. are off. And uh, Molly, you can see these lights cut off. You hear that scream, or not scream, but like jolted noise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout from inside the warehouse. And you then begin to hear sounds of distress and confusion. Uh, okay. Um, in the confusion and the darkness, like it's it's dark. Dark. Now, it is right? now probably around eight o'clock or so. Okay. Um, I am going to move towards where I last saw Carmela to be. Okay. So she was surrounded by people in brown robes. Yep, but I'm assuming there's chaos. People are moving yeah, around. Yeah, people are moving around. So I'm going to try to move towards her to see if I can, in, in the darkness and the chaos, get through and get closer to her. Uh, sounds like you're trying to help out. Yes. You're trying to help I'm her going out. To try to, I'm trying to help someone. Um, and when I'm trying to help out, I roll plus cool, which is actually good for me. Um, nice. I rolled a 13. So Holy you are going I to help the shit out of Carmela. You are going to run in and by the light of the oddly bright moon, apparently you are going to see someone bound in ropes, like with their legs free, but they're beginning to slump because it's kind of a weird way to stand. Mm -hmm. Uh, and as the, the guys around her are beginning to look around, like what's going on, they're still holding on to her, but it's, it's no thing to kind of just shove one of them as they're not expecting it grab Carmela and begin tearing her away from okay. uh, the other guy. So uh, Carmela, bound in ropes, uh, is now within your possession. Okay. Um, as I move, like, with her and pull her with me, I'm going to, like, lean into her and whisper, um, like, I'm with... Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to lean into her and whisper, we're all right together. And she goes, we're all right together. And you can hear her kind of like uh, uh, crying as she says it. But she's doing her best to like, she she has her up like beneath her knees wrapped in rope. So she's taking tiny little steps. Okay. Or um, bunny do hopping. I, do I have, let's see. Do I have any sort of like knife or sharp object in, in my pocket? I would say it would be in your bag. Okay. If you do. So that's like a get. Yeah, that's a get. Um, I might suggest like a fireman's carry. Yeah. In which case, I'm not going to do any sort of straight up roll. I might, or uh, move, I might just roll straight up tough. Okay. So um, you're going to try to just I'm gonna try to pick toss her, up. her over your shoulder. Yeah. Or at I, and I, I, I am carry her across stronger the than I look. Yeah, I'm going to try to carry her. Yes. Okay. Do we need to roll for this? Yeah. Okay, what Normal. am I? 2d6. 2d6? The okay. usual way it works. Just like a tough. Seven. Seven. That is a mixed success. So you are not going to... Okay. Go point. ahead. Uh, you are not going to uh, fireman's carrier like a Marine carrying Bubba out of the way in Vietnam, <laughs> but you are going to kind of carry her across the, across the threshold, so you are slowed by carrying her, okay. and you only have so long to go. Okay. Uh, Lilith, on the inside of the warehouse, you're beginning to kind of like shake Come off. Yeah. yeah. You're not exactly knocked out, but you're like, oh, 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 oh boy. Yeah. Uh, so you're beginning to kind of like wake up and you're hearing footsteps coming in because they know the electrical, something has, ah, you hear like, the damn thing came unplugged. Yeah. And you're beginning to hear uh, footsteps on its way in. Um, I'm going to go back toward the, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to get back out of the warehouse the way that I came in as quietly as I can. Okay. So you are, you are kind of tiptoeing your way through. You put your sword wherever it came from, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> underneath your, <laughs> underneath your very designer jacket that mm -hmm. cuts very well 
and hides a sword. <laughs> um, but you 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 make your tiptoe way out. Uh, I'm gonna say you make it out of the warehouse and you're pushing open the door. And as you push open the door, you hear it hit against something and it goes, "Ah, oh, jeez, what the hell is this?" Okay. Is it our friend? It is your friend. <laughs> uh, cutting back to Molly. Okay. Um, I am still like trying to be like trying not to attract attention, but I'm still moving as fast as I can to get like back around the side of the building where I came, where hopefully like there is no there are no folks in brown cloaks. Okay, so as you, I'm, for some reason this is popping into my head, I think at some point in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie from the 90s, Raphael carries April O'Neil, and that's what I'm seeing now, except you're not a giant turtle. Uh, So you're making your way around, you've got her in like a a Mm -hmm. honeymoon pose, uh, and I'm going to say you make it. Okay. Without, nobody shouts after you, that's all you know, because you're just bustling out there. Um. So you're, you're headed back down the, the same brick-lined road that you, you came down. Yeah. Um, once we get around the corner and are a little bit more hidden from view from, like, the dock and where all the people were, I am going to set her down and get the knife out of my bag so okay. I can cut her free. So you, you set her down behind some crates from, like, next to the other warehouse. You're hearing chaos and confusion and footsteps and everything like that, and you are working your way to cutting the knife. I'm going to say act uh, act under pressure. you got to cut some ropes. Okay, so I roll plus cool. Tremise plus two. I'm going to say you cut Carmel. <laughs> you hear an ow! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I can heal you up in, in a little bit once we get you out of here because I am a medic. Okay, take a breath. Do it again. <sighs> We're all right together. We're all right together. Please get me out of here, she said. Uh, six plus two is eight. Okay, that is a mixed success. So uh, you cut the ropes off of her hands. You have not worked your way down to your legs. And you hear somebody coming around the corner and say, hey! So she is still legged up, but she has her hands free. Uh, Carmela, do you have any magic at the ready? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> uh, she goes, you're goddamn right I do. <laughs> and with her legs, she is... <laughs> She pushes off of you, and with her legs tied, she's not quite balanced, and so as she begins to, like, clap and wiggle fingers, she is literally falling over, she goes, oh no, she, she says something, and she's falling over, and nothing happens, and the guy goes, hey, they're over, and then you hear, Fledouche, as the water from the river overwhelms this barge, so we see the, the uh, water from the river begin to overflow the barge, and the camera zooms from over your shoulder, Molly towards the, the guys in the brown cloaks and you see all of them beginning to like slip off their feet as this water rolls underneath them. A couple people float off the barge into the river and begin getting carried down. Nothing deadly, but it's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, and so people are slipping and sliding around. Barge got tossed pretty heavily. A lot of the lights fall over. It is causing even more chaos. And the one guy who is yelling at you also flips and falls over and kind of conks his head on the box. And he's not dead, he's not knocked out, but he's uh, rendered obsolete. Yeah, he's rendered obsolete. So Carmela has fallen over with her legs tied, and she looks up at you in that light of the full moon, and she goes, Did I do it? I look back at her, and I say, Holy smokes, girl, I am so impressed. And then I hurriedly, like, cut the robe off of her I'm going to say you get it. Okay. Uh, she goes, We're all alright together. And We're she, all right together. Uh, and she stands back up, and uh, you guys begin to run off. Uh, back to Lilith, you have just run into your old friend at the bat. Uh, you are on your lonesome. 
Uh, I'm going to say that this water thing has not quite happened yet. Okay. But, um, Lila says, oh my god, dude, you were so right. That witch just cut all the lights, and I can't, like, I don't, I had no idea that any of this was real. Roll to manipulate someone. Right. Oh, uh, five plus one is six. I believe that is some sort of mixed success with manipulate someone, isn't it? Also, she's Lilith, so I feel like that should carry a little bit of extra weight. <laughs> Thanks for pushing for me, Sue. I love you. Manipulate someone. Um, roll plus charm. For a normal person. Nope. Uh, uh, it's only seven to nine. Oh, well. But I, it doesn't... What's a mixed success? <laughs> A seven and nine. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you asked too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. I I want him to let me the hell out of here. That's what I want him to do. Um, like I I am trying to communicate. So I'm like, trying to show. I'm trying to think what you could show him that would get him to believe you at this point. To believe to believe that I didn't realize that this was happening, just thought I was trying to find my friend, went in the warehouse, and then saw something magical. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rather than personally cutting the wires. <laughs> yeah, so what what you could possibly give or show him to show that you are serious about this thing. Um, do you have any suggestions as to how you could prove this to him that you've never seen this before? I do not, because, like, he doesn't, I mean, he knows me from Instagram, but he doesn't know me from. Okay. <laughs> Maybe, okay, what What if you, like, grab him and push him towards the thing? Towards the, towards out or towards in? Towards in. Okay. And be like, there's a witch in there, go get her. Yeah, okay. I can totally do that. So you do that. Okay. Um, good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so you push him in there and he's like, I'm not really sure. He, he doesn't really believe you, but he's thrown for enough of a loop that he kind of turns around. Hey, wait, I'm not really. And then the door closes between you two. Right. Uh, and then you hear a cladouche. You're not really sure what's what uh, <laughs> as people start slipping and sliding and yelling. Uh, and so you are on the outside of the warehouse. You begin to hear clip claps from the other side. You kind of tense up a little bit. Yep. And then there's Molly and Carmela. Oh my god, guys. Let's get out of here right now. Let's go, let's go. (laughs) And then coming just uh, screaming down the street is a Toyota Highlander. Uh, The same exact color as your lift. It looks exactly like your lift and it stops in front of you and the window rolls down and it is not your lift. It is Arthur. It is Arthur. (laughs) Arthur, let us in. Let us in. Unlock the door. Uh, Who is all of the... Oh yeah, okay. Arthur, don't ask questions. Unlock the door. Get in. (laughs) He says, get in. Uh, we all get, pile in. Lilith very pointedly gets in the front seat. <laughs> sure. Uh, so you get in, the door slam, and you begin driving off. Okay. So you you have left the Alice warehouses behind. You have successfully captured Carmelo, uh, and he just, he doesn't even pull a K-turn. He U-turns around, squeeze, and he's out of there. Talking uh, about that turn radius. Uh, and so as you are driving back to Pinedale, he's going to take you back to Pinedale, and he kind of turns around and he's like, ladies, uh... We're uh, just going to, you guys want McDonald's or something? Uh, it, Molly, you got to help me out. How, how much am I supposed to say? Uh, um, I'm sorry. How much are you supposed to say about what, Arthur? About uh, nothing. About our okay, work? good. Yeah. About our work? Yeah. Oh, our, every, um, I would like you to meet my new friends, Lilith and Carmella. Oh, I know Lilith. They're uh, both witches. Oh, and you see just like so much tension. <laughs> okay, so is Carmelo the thief? Are we taking her to? No. Oh. Oh, the thief. Right. I got so distracted by the brown cloaks and the water magic. Carmela, 
um, we, we wound up coming after you because we went to a, a we're all all right together meeting. We're all right together, she says. And we went to the meeting because we were... Continue. Because we went to the... I went to the meeting because I am working to investigate a theft um, from a magic shop. There were some ingredients that were stolen. Do you know anything about that? So I'm going to say, in sitcom mode, we are we are seeing art... Or Arthur uh, driving the Highlander, and he's turning the wheel way too much. Yeah, like he's he's a sitcom driving, you know. And we are just, we and are safe now. Lilith is in the front seat, just listening as hard as possible, just for the record. <laughs> um, did you steal anything? And so Crumpel is like, no, I no that that was broken brown arrow. They they stole it. They're trying to take away just magic. From everyone, and they figure they take away the recipes, they take away the magic. And she's got a very manly voice, apparently. Okay, her name is so, Carmela Sweet, but she's very butch. So Carmela, they, the folks in the brown cloaks, they stole the ingredients. Yeah, they stole the ingredient. They stole the ingredients. I mean, uh, I'm if, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you. They did. They told me okay. they had them. And then, but then, how did they capture you? They hit me over the back of the head with a. Crowbar, I was walking to oh. the, we're all all right together. We're all, we're all, all right, right together. together. Yeah, so you three, you two are witches, she says. Well, Lilith is. Of course you know Lilith. Hi. So this is, this is secondary news to Lilith because you saw that she wasn't magical at right. all. Which was the first time you realized she was. Because she went to yeah. the witches meeting. Because if you're not a witch, how do you, never mind, Okay. Broken Brown Arrow, they they want to take away the supernatural, the, the magical, and they say if we steal the recipes, then we steal the magic. They they don't really know a lot. And I swan to John, Merrick is going to be the death of the supernatural community if we let him go. Merrick is their leader? Yeah, Merrick Zong. He's the leader of the, the Broken Brown Arrow. Okay. He's just a guy. It's weird. Carmela, when you were... Being held captive, and I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Thank you. Yeah, means was, a lot. Was there any other information that you overheard that you think might be useful as we try to, to well, bring these people down? When I was being tortured uh, in that chair, I heard a couple things, I guess. Um, they were going to use me to prove magic was real. And uh, you may not know this about witches, but historically, not very liked. And she's beginning to kind of get animated she's not happy about this not very liked and if they know that witches are real then guess what's happening is stakes and trials and everything else carmelo carmelo arthur and i are going to do everything in our power to make sure that that doesn't as you begin to calm her down uh uh the crack in the window that was developing as she was getting louder uh uh, stops developing but that's still there (laughs) um but for tonight we're going to get you back home. Would you rather we take you back home or would you rather we take you to... We need to check on the rest of uh, our COVID? support group, yes. Okay. We need to get them all into one place. Do you have a secure place? Um, I mean, we could all meet at headquarters. Okay, what's your head... Oh, you're from Pinedale. And she says she knows Pinedale. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, that would probably be best. And Arthur's like, uh, I guess we're having a sleepover. <laughs> Right. So as you drive down, um, I'm going to say that you all get there. She calls the rest of the coven to let them know that she's safe. 
uh, Mary Beth Running Water, which was her name. Thank you for asking. Uh, and the rest of the soccer mom, which has come to uh, the Pinedale uh, headquarters. Several of them bring their kids. Uh, and they're kind of like, here, it's a play day with the usual. Like, they, they are a social group together. Um, and they're all all right together. Uh, so they all all right together. So they, yeah, they, you gather in Pinedale. And it's it's not a particularly hospitable headquarters. But it's it's fine enough for tonight. Uh and so you kind of sit down, and uh, uh, Elva comes in. Uh, it's, like, way after hours. It's probably, like, 9.30 by the time you gather everyone at Pinedale. And she's just sort of there and looks as fantastic as always. She's like, oh, you brought witches to Pinedale. Fantastic. Lilith leans over and says, who is this? Um, Elva... We can talk about the witches in a minute, but there's someone that I really want you to meet. This oh. is my new friend, Lilith. Of course you know Lilith. I don't. And she begins to walk away, clip-clopping. Uh, how does Lilith take this, first of all? Uh, Lilith is is just like, what? <laughs> this happens? <laughs> she, she just sort of watches her walk away and doesn't really know what... Like, she's not going to chase after her because that feels really desperate. But she is also very confused. And as long as Elva is going the other direction, she's just going to sort of look after her. Okay. As you are looking after her and totally not watching her butt in that skirt. <laughs> um, you don't know what allows you to do this or if you do it intentionally or not. But you once again kind of see that like magical aura that you notice around yourself, around her items, and around. And it is like you have to squint with Elva. Uh. Like it is a lot. Okay. And it's sort of tempting. Just, it is, it is. Tempestuous? Yeah, tempestuous. It's stormy. It's all sorts of places. It's not solid at all. So you see her walking away, and then you see, like, the light of her aura pouring off of her, even as she turns around a corner. You can still see it, like, illuminating. Yeah. And then it winks out. It's gone as soon as, as, soon as it's a couple steps around the corner. Okay. Who and Arthur's is like, that? And Arthur, go, inter- Arthur interrupts Molly. She goes, that's Elva. She's from research. What a nerd. What? What does she always mean? gets in my way. What does research mean? What are you in, Arthur? Why does nobody know words? <laughs> He's just yelling out. <laughs> Supernatural. Research. She looks things up. She knows things. Like, I don't know how she finds the things she does. She just knows it. Ugh. Can I go home? I'm your boss. Why am I asking you? He says. <laughs> take care of the witches. They'll take care of you. There's snuggle buds. I don't even... It's late. I was drinking. (laughs) I didn't know this was part of my character. You drove us. (laughs) Yeah, it was fine. I had a potion. I got an edible, a magic potion edible. Arthur, go home. I'll wrap this up. Okay. And he gets back in the elevator and he's out of there. So it's just you surrounded by the witches. So um, I am going to find Mary Beth. Mm -hmm. uh, And You see her her curls beginning to uncurl again. Mm Okay, Mary Beth, we found Carmella. We got her back safe and sound. Um, I think in the next few days, though, we really need to maybe convene again and and decide what we're going to do about this broken brown arrow group. Yeah, this is dangerous, but I don't want anything bad to happen. So maybe we just live and let live, you know? Um, let's, st- let's, they let's were play gonna it low. Kill, Car- well, I guess they were going to expose Carmella. Yeah, that's not good, but, you know, 
Two wrongs don't make a right, so exposing or killing them, I'm not so sure. Okay, well, Mary Beth, if you're, if I can't count on your support, I guess I'm just going to have to go it alone. Yeah, well, you'll be all right by yourselves. And Mary Beth is saying this, and you can see Carmella looking out of the corner of her eye, and you can see some of the more soccer moms, and one soccer mom comes forward, and she's like, We'll be with you. Mary Beth might not be there. And she goes, JC, what are you doing? And JC goes, we'll be with you um, sometimes. Please don't let us out in the public. Broken Brown Arrow has to be stopped. They're going to be the end of the supernatural. And Mary Beth is like, God... I think we should just stick to our beautifying rural opportunities, whatever the rest of it was. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Ladies, any of you that we can count on, I appreciate your assistance. After all, we're, we're all in right together. together. <laughs> and you can see Mary Beth kind of like cross her arms. She's not happy about this, but everyone else says it. Um... Sweet. So, what's a fun thing about ending a, a mystery is that you get to fill out uh, experience for this one. Uh, did you conclude the current mystery? Yes. Did they save someone from certain death or worse? Yes. Uh, would you say that you learned something new and important about the world? Uh, the brown, broken brown arrow exists. Yeah. Yes, three. Uh, and then did you learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Mm. Not, not really. really. We learned that so. I'm not magical, which yeah. we presumably knew. Yeah. Yeah, so you so uh, get two marks. Two marks of experience. Okay, and if I have filled up all of my experience blocks, that means I level up, correct? Yep, and so you get to pick one of the extra level up sections on your playbook. Oh, okay. Oh, I get another one because I failed one. Perfect. And I'm going to say you get one for uh, fooling that guard. So Thanks. yeah, you get to level up too. Yay! Weird how that worked what? out. Perfect! <laughs> So you get a, another level up thing. Cool. So since you guys have leveled up, you get to pick a, an extra move out of your playbook, an extra uh, bonus. So what have you uh, guys picked? I have picked to add plus one charm so that I don't have to subtract one every time I try to manipulate someone. So how would you explain uh, uh, Molly getting more charming? Well, I think that even though it was a brief amount of time, the time that she spent with Lilith really rubbed off on her and mm. she just picked up on a few things. Yeah, and learned how to make adult friends. Yeah. I know, yeah. And adult friend. And Who adult friend. very good style sense thing. Hey, yeah. you've got the coven on your side, the Pinedale coven. Very true, very true. Um, uh, so Lilith uh, added plus one to tough. So it's basically sort of the parallel thing where like Lilith had to do some stuff this time that she's never had to do before. And I think it sort of made her a little bit tougher in terms of being able to make calls and trying to take action that she wants to see happen. Yeah, doing it. And punching. Punching. So perfect. We we leave off with the shot of the uh, uh, ladies sitting around the Pinedale headquarters, kind of in like that weird matted down carpet, uh, uh, office carpet. Uh, and we kind of zoom out as they begin talking about their lives and getting to know each other. Uh, Molly making some friends around the supernatural community. Uh, Lilith learning to maybe uh, not be talking sometimes and putting the phone away. Uh, and we zoom out and we fade to black as they begin just discussing their lives. Cool. Oh. Thanks for coming, Michelle. Thanks for yeah, guesting. Yeah. Thanks I for hope to have Lilith me. back. I really liked her. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> hey, hey. 
You guys, did you get the acronyms in this? No. Wart. What what acronyms are you talking about? Uh, warts. We're all right together. I know it's two words. Or all right is one word, but whatever. Uh, and then beautifying our something something. Beautifying rural. It's spelled bro? No, it's spelled broom. Oh. Beautifying rural outdoors. Beautifying. Uh, beautifying that one I did not rural get. outdoors. Our mission. Uh, oh, I didn't. I, just I didn't include was, the yeah. our mission. That's yeah. what the problem. Room, room. I'm very hilarious. So see, funny. Lilith would be super for the broom one because that's a great hashtag. But Ward is a terrible hashtag. <laughs> that's what that's what matters, right? Branding. Yeah. No. For hashtag sure. branding. Did I mention witches are often branded? She's gonna revitalize this coven. That's all I have to say. <laughs> She's gonna publicize it. Down low nature. Um, thank you so much for listening. This is the end of our first adventure. You may notice it was multiple episodes now that you have finished listening to it, which is a really weird thing for me to say. Uh, but each sort of episode might be multiple episodes long, depending on how long it takes us. Uh, this one was Coven, I believe is a pretty cool name for it. Uh, so we are going to be back with another episode, uh, episode as in like adventure. Uh, with a new guest star in the future. Uh, hopefully we don't lose Lil forever. Probably not. Probably not. Um, but I I hope that went well. I hope that was fun. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, totally. Even though, Sue, you kept messing up. I'm just not rolls. very good at rolling. I guess. Molly's learning the ropes. Um, so that is going to do it. Follow me on Twitter at Dickyma and the podcast, weirdly, not at this, whatever this is called, but at Bibliovile. Uh, you can follow Susan on Twitter at Susan J. That's S with three U's, S A N J. And you can follow Michelle at I C S A S N T W. It stands have, for I Can't Find a Screen Name That Works. If you had given me some time, I would have been able to do it. I Can't Find a Screen Name That Works. Uh, screen Name. <gasps> that should be your Halloween Twitter name. <laughs> Uh, we will be back eventually. I haven't figured out the release schedule yet. Yay. Uh, I probably will have by the time you're hearing this, but not yet. Have a good day. Have a, uh, ending, oh, ending catchphrases. What do we got? Ideas. Michelle, put you on the spot. Lilith is good at coming Goodbye. up with catchphrases. No, terrible, bad. <laughs> Roll the <to> mixed success. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>